Hey everybody, welcome to the Collective Podcast. This is uh, episode 17. Uh, I got a really special guest on today. Uh, about a month back, I got contacted out of the blue by a, a student that goes and attends um, the Pennsylvania College of Art and Design. He's a major in illustration. Um, and his name is uh, Mike Yakovlev. And uh, he uh, hit me up out of the blue and was, you know, suggested that. Um, it might be interesting to get a different perspective from a student rather than a professional and and I, I personally think that's a great idea because um, I didn't want it just to be very like one-dimensional for the podcast I like the idea of us being able to reach out to everybody and, and help people that we can um, with different aspects or different you know um, interests and you know different ranges of, of discipline and stuff so um, but yeah, thanks Mike for coming on. I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah. So say what's up. What's up? What's up everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and your, your major is in illustration. And, uh, yeah. and he was mentioning to me that he likes to work in like traditional mediums as well. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and, and he's getting into digital as well. And he's a senior, um, at his college and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, oh my bad. My no, bad. no, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of, uh, like I went to even an art kind of high school, I guess you could say it was private, but that's kind of where I really started to, uh, open, you know, like I really started getting introduced into art and like that you can actually do a living, make a living off of it. But the thing was, it was kind of a school that focused more in like fine art, I'd say. Um, there was a lot of, there wasn't a lot of digital, anything really going on. Um, then again, it was like five years ago, but it was a lot of just oil paints and like painting models and things like that, you know, like uh, figurative clay, oil-based clay, a lot of oil paint, things like that. And um, I didn't really, I kind of feel bad because I kind of fucked around in high school. I didn't really like try my hardest and try to become like such a great artist because I was noticing my friends who were in the same grade as me senior year were creating like these awesome paintings of like their family and just whatever they wanted and it looked awesome. And I was like, damn, I can't do any of this stuff. And I feel terrible. Like, I'm never going to be an artist, like not even a great one. I'm just never going to make it, you know, like at all. Hmm. So when I came to college, I, I was determined to be like the best that I could be, you know, like not to be better than everyone else, but just to prove it to myself that I could actually do this. And that's pretty much where I started picking up. And I started, you know, like just talking to people. And first two years of college were kind of uh I was still in the mindset of high school. I didn't really care. But then um, I got lucky in my first year. I had like this portfolio review. It was great. Got like a scholarship from the school. Then the next year I lost it because of my grades. So then I was like, oh, God damn it, man. Like, like, I really need to do this. I really need to be better. I need to really, you know, know what I want to be. And I'd say probably the past years where I think things have started to actually start moving. I picked up, picked up uh, painting digitally. I started really studying it. I, you know, was watching a bunch of YouTube videos. Um, I was just, just researching artists, doing like those. Uh, I was, I was listening, I was listening to a lot of artists like you and other people do talks and interviews and what they say and listening to them. And then, you know, I just, I just really started to kind of move and. I think like now I'm starting to only see something coming out of that. Yeah, it takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes a long time, actually. I think <laughs> um, for anybody to really grasp what it is, and I—that's what—that's the allure for me 
and I think you probably are getting it as well, is that you're never a master of this. Like, in mm-hmm. the day that you think that you're actually any good, like, it, um, is the day that actually gets even harder, I think, you know, mm-hmm. because you have to really keep that edge. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's interesting to hear. Do, did your parents, or did you, I mean, what, what got you into doing all this stuff? Did you, were you around well, it a lot or? Uh, yeah, I mean, my mom, she was an artist actually. She was really good, but she just never had the time. Like we came from Russia when I was seven years old. Okay. And what part of Russia brother. did you come from? Uh, I came from Uzbekistan. It's like kind of near Kazakhstan and all the other countries. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I came from there when I was seven and uh my mom was always really good at art but she just never had the time like i was born around the time like 92 where the kind of soviet union was like ending and all that stuff and uh, she really didn't have time to do art she was just trying to get the hell out of russia and when (laughs) she got the chance (laughs) when she got the chance we came to america and um you know like it kind of all started for me but i'd always kind of noticed that she was pretty good at art like she she would do sketches here and there she would draw me or she was uh there was these art school commercials that would come on TV mm-hmm. and we'd be sitting in the kitchen like real late at night. And uh, I'd say like, you know, she'd ask me like, you think I should do that? It's kind of like you pay and they send you the stuff that you draw. Like it's kind of, I think it's kind of a ripoff, but you know, at the time it was cool. Yeah, and just... she ended up like going for it, like paying like on like a hundred bucks. They send her like all these pencils and books and things. And the, there's like a little test on there. So you draw like either a realistic looking woman or you draw like a puppy. It's like very cartoony. And I remember she drew the uh, the woman, the realistic looking woman, and I that looked really good. Like it looked exactly like the thing. I was like, wow, you're really good. And you know, I've been talking to her now more about art, and she's saying, yeah, like I I just never had time for it. And she's always mentioning how I probably got it from her because she she's very artistic. Yeah, it comes from somewhere usually. Or if you don't have it in your family, like you you found some art, or for a mm-hmm. lot of people, it's like comic books because even if they didn't grow up in an artistic childhood and they weren't like super um rich enough to like go to like museums and stuff not like it not like you have to be rich but it's usually it's like a higher class kind of thing to do that yeah. and appreciate it you can yeah. afford like a comic book you know that's but yeah, yeah that's that's cool my mom was the same um not the yeah. same but some similar and it kind of rubbed off on me that's why i was asking because it, it it comes from somewhere i think you know it has to come from somewhere somebody mm-hmm. or something or somebody like that you know are close to as a child like it influenced you you know yeah yeah i mean that's the thing is like i always knew i liked art but i never actually gave it a, a like a real shot until i came to college unfortunately for me i mean i think that's a little bit late hmm. uh, but you know like now i'm actually really picking it up and i think i'm getting better and you know, you know over the past year i've i've only been digitally painting for a year cool and that's how that's how all my work looks now like i'm going to a LuxCon with like a portfolio pretty much of all digital pieces and i i don't know i just kind of like once you kind of you can kind of like look at you assess yourself and see what you need what you're doing wrong and what you need to do to make to make it better yeah. that's kind of what i did and i just got a tablet started studying started watching videos and just like contacting people and yeah man i mean and and now i'm here <laughs> yeah you're putting the hustle in you. <laughs> yeah yeah i know it's good you're putting the hustle in because that's usually um it's you know uh, i think scott mentioned it with like because i asked him what made an ideal student for him 
and he was mentioning like you know great work ethic obviously is, is, mm-hmm. is important and then you know being humble enough to let people to learn and grow um, but I think the, the the hard work ethic is, is a key thing um, for anybody that's successful I think um, if you are really good but you don't have any work ethic it's it's kind of a waste you know so it's yeah. good um, to see that you're you have those attributes because that's the only way to really grow I think you know so yeah. do you feel like what you're doing now is really helping you and like getting you to where you need to be or do well, you have are you trying to like figure out that science like you know yeah I mean that's the thing is I don't I don't really know man like I don't know what I don't know what I want to be I don't know where I want to end up I mean I have short-term goals like I would love to work for this you know for this game or for this art director and things like that but I don't really know where I want to end up I mean there's a lot of things I want to do mm-hmm. but I'm afraid that those things are not good don't fit into the lifestyle you know what I mean like I want to you know I want to work on a video game but at the same time I want to do work for magic and it's like all these things and I want to maybe make a podcast like you maybe make maybe direct a movie and all these things but I don't know you know I don't know if those will fit into my life you know well uh, you'll make them fit if you want them you know so yeah like you know like uh yeah those things um it's hard to decide and make those things you know like become a decision they just uh, kind of eventually if you really care about what you're doing with those things it'll eventually come together you know like mm-hmm. i have like friends that do like you know all kinds of stuff they work on video games and they work on magic you know so they do like all different types of um art and they don't really hold themselves in in their barriers a word of advice from the people that i aspire to be and like things that help me is like try not to put borders on yourself just do what you feel like is intended um because the moment i think that for me when i start putting borders and rules around the things that i'm creating is the moment it starts to lose its like like mystique i suppose or the the allure that originally got me there because like why would you want to work on a video game like what's your reason for wanting to work on a video game oh you're asking me okay um i don't know i just i the reason i want to work on a video game is not even to like because i like video games or anything it's about the the, like the concept art like i want to do it from the very beginning that's kind of goes for the same for movies is i think uh ever since i started digitally painting i've only been looking at concept artists and that's kind of like I think I might have hurt myself with that because in some ways I'm doing a lot of illustrations and not a lot of concepts, but I'm looking at a lot of concept artists. But, yeah. but that's that's why I want to, you know, I want to be part of like the team in house, you know, like just just kind of this kind of like big organism that just works and everyone's like bouncing ideas off each other. And I don't know, I just I just really like that. And I don't know. It just seems like a really fun thing and from what i've heard other artists say you know it's demanding it's hard and all these things and i accept that but i really i don't know i just would really like to be part of a team yeah i think that's good i think for a student too and a person that's new and, and a person um that's trying to grow it's it's it, it's good to be in that kind of intense environment and to work with a team and to work with people that are better than you you know like uh, I think as always, you should always work with somebody that's better than you or somebody that you can learn and grow from. Um, if not, then there's no, you know, like it doesn't make a good collaboration. I often find a lot of companies where people like go into companies or business with like somebody that's exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I guess that works. It depends on what it is. But usually the diversity um, and, and making something really powerful usually makes a better product or a better game or whatever, what have you, you know, so 
Um, I think that's a good way of looking at it and just kind of approaching it um, more like of a, in a broad way, you know, like at a, a broader like approach, you know. So trying to work on video games and the and the reasons why. And if you're trying to do like ideation and stuff, I think that's cool because I enjoy that stage as well. I think, it, I mean, personally, I'd rather come up with the ideas in the world rather than like um, do rendering and stuff at the end or something, you know, like it, it's, it's all part of the puzzle. It's not like any parts more um, important than the other. It's all, it takes everything to make it work. But mm -hmm. for me personally, that's the same thing, the same, the same thing that I'm trying to strive for as a student, yeah. as a student, like, and you're on your senior year, like, what are you doing to help propel yourself to get to these like different levels that you're aspiring to be? Um, well, you said you hustle I, a lot and like me, they yeah, network, yeah. network I, I, a lot. So, right. I've just been just, you know, doing anything that I can from home, you know, not inst like going to Alexcon is probably like the first big step for me to going out and like physically meeting these people and like, ha like seeing them face to face and maybe making some kind of impression and showing my work. I think, uh, cause I've always heard, I've been hearing a lot for that go to conventions. That's where a lot of, so we can get a lot of gigs and, you know, that's my intent, but uh, I've just been doing the most I can from just my computer, like um, just simple things as liking people's pictures on Facebook to friending them and uh, going as far as talking to them and asking for advice on pieces and, you know, doing a little chat back and forth about them and about me, kind of like what we're doing here, but, you know, on a smaller scale and just getting to know some people like um, there's this one artist, um, Noah Bradley. I think he works. He does a lot of work for Wizards of the Coast and um you know, in some ways I look up to him because he's also like a, a younger artist and he kind of, uh, the way he kind of got into the business is kind of like what I'm trying to do, I guess. And um, I ended up contacting him on Facebook, talking to him a little bit, chatting with him. And, and you know, it's really cool to just be acknowledged like in that sense. So, and then I told him that I'm going to LuxCon. He's, he'll be there. We'll, hopefully we'll meet up and kind of like, you know, make the relationship stronger. And that's, that's kind of like what I'm doing right now is just, forming relationships with other artists and then hoping that, you know, they look at my work and then word of mouth, you know, somebody finds me or something. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it, it really breaks down to people. It's about who you know, and obviously your work is, is most important, you know? Mm -hmm. It's up to you, it's your responsibility to make great work, but then it's also, yeah. um, it's vital for you to um, be able to network and meet with the right people. Hey, yeah. Iggy wants to jump, join in on the call, so I'm going to plug him in. Let's see. Sure. Um, let's see how do I add him in here? <laughs> let's see. But yeah, that's good. I mean, it's it's the hustle, really, and it's a way that you reach out and how to make network and stuff. But you got to have good work, you know. If you don't have good work, then it it doesn't really it's not it doesn't benefit anybody. Let's you know? get ready to podcast. <laughs> oh damn, dude. dude! It's been like 40 episodes. You haven't been and on. Mikey, a Kovlev one. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna stop after my first name. That would have been fine. <laughs> Mike Yakovlev. <laughs> there you go. That's good. Well, yeah. He doesn't realize that I am of the Slavic. <laughs> Slavies. Oh, Dude. man, my Russian is terrible. Oh, continue. Sorry. Please continue. Oh, okay. Well, you missed actually quite a few things that well, I think me. you'd you would have really liked um, just because of his path. I gotta and tell stuff. you, first things first, is that it's so nice not to be able well first to hear your voice 
<laughs> You're but so gay, you edit these not, things. <laughs> but not to record for once, you know? I just, I just dial you up and that's it. Boom. Yeah, I'm taking care of it. I'm, I'm, I'm a big boy now. Got my big, I got my big boy pants on, so I can, <laughs> I can drive this podcast on my own. So. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> no, what's up? Uh, so yeah, so uh, introduction uh, between the two of you. I already kind of told uh, Mike about you a little bit, and then kind of got a precursor kind of thing going. So, but Mike, like I said, uh, is a student. Um, he's studying at uh, Pennsylvania uh, College of Art and Design, and he's an illustration major. And um, I forwarded him the email that you sent me, so he knew what was up. But um, yeah, he's, he's just, I think he wants to bring a different kind of angle to the things that he's doing. And, and I think Iggy, I think you have, you're on the same level or not the same level, but you guys are on the, you guys are still like trying to figure things out and, and work it. And kind We of... are noobs pretty much. That's <laughs> really, but it's good though. Yeah. This is like some of the best stages, you know, we all are really, you know, like it's, you know, when you can actually do it for a living, I guess it changes things, but it's still like, it's, it should never be easy, you know? So but um, it's good to hear this and, and to kind of see and maybe get a different angle and a different perspective. So, yeah, man. Um, but yeah. yeah, it should never it should never be easy, but it should be at a level where you're you're you know you're you're okay with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can... Well, okay is not a probably not the right term. Okay, <laughs> content. When content. You're... I was gonna say that. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Well, we were talking about um, reaching out and making networks and stuff, oh. and, and Iggy knows all about that. He's actually... I gotta, I gotta say, Ash Thorpe for everybody listening <laughs> is the coolest person. When you send him a fan mail or what, when you just say what's up, and he doesn't even know you, like he will respond to you. He'll say what's up back. <laughs> You're gonna get a lot on, of messages. And, uh, and, right. and from then on, it's it's up to you whether you want to keep networking because he's the he's the dude that will be <laughs> open to it. I'm serious, yeah. man. That's how our relationship, That's our awesome. bromance began. <laughs> yeah, it really did. I was telling uh, Mike about it because that's kind of what spawned the po podcast was between us. Because you had so many questions and long and ass let me crazy emails. Quickly, so. the obligatory <laughs> interruption. <here laughs> How dare you? <laughs> is, that, is that, you know, because of you, also, I got exposed to Neil Huxley. Yeah, of and, course. Uh, yeah. And Alice there, who were both pretty cool, you know, just responding and like, if you have a question to ask or like, hey, how'd you do that? Or maybe you have some, you know answers for me on this particular topic they were cool enough to respond yeah and just maintain that you know network yeah yeah as exactly. long as you, as long as you don't suck up and be like uh let me suck your balls <laughs> <laughs> well you know you know a little bit of ball sucking is okay <laughs> yeah. just joking <laughs> no but yeah of course networking is so is, is vital yeah, networking is vital, you know, I think it's important, you know, like, like, um, if you, like, I, I think we were saying, like, I think first and foremost, you, your work has to be strong, it has to be solid, and, mm -hmm. and then, um, then the second thing is you really gotta be good with meeting people and working with people, you know, and, and if you're not, that's a problem, you know, but if you're able to network properly with people, then you, 
the people, you know, help help you get better, you know, like networking yep. with the right people, you can communication and articulation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a two way street really. And if you're genuinely like, um, doing it for the love of what you're doing, which is your craft and getting better, um, big one, that's a big, I agree with you. That's, that has to be the number one thing though, for real. The love. Like right? you have to genuinely love it. No, I'm serious about that. <laughs> I mean, everybody who's, who's, who is successful, and this motherfucker is laughing over there, and uh, <laughs> probably because he's agreeing. And uh, and everybody, no, everybody has it's the fucking. Gen- if you're in it for the money, then you know I don't know. Yeah, go 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 pu- go push oil out of the earth. Pay. You know, if you want to make money, go go pull black stuff out of the earth. You know, but that's not what this is about. <laughs> and usually, it's about communication. I was having a good chat with Anthony the other day, and he was saying like we were kind of breaking down why we do the things we're doing. And we were saying like how as kids we were like we were just like the kid in class that could draw, and that mm-hmm. would be like the thing that we were like identified as, you know. Yeah. And then from that, yes, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> and from that, people like even Vitaly, uh, he really um, exceptionally itemized yeah. that one where he said that um, positive reinforcement are people's um, when people label you in a certain way, like. Hopefully it's good. They don't label you like a shithead because then you eventually become a self-fulfilling shithead. But yeah. like, and if you, if you know, if people are just like, yeah, you're really good at art or you're good at communicating or whatever and reaffirming that it really helps and leads you to, um, you know, follow that path, so to speak. And we were talking mm-hmm. about like how that takes that, where that's taken us and how far it's taken us. And it's all about communicating and, and relaying ideas, you know? So mm-hmm. we're going on a tangent. I, I apologize, but, um, yeah, I, I, I just wanted to say, like, Anybody it's there? cool It's cool to have you guys like you and Iggy and, I mean, everybody. No, I mean, I thought I lost you because the connection seems to. Oh, oh, we're still here. Are we good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, like, I mean, that's why I like, that's why I like listening to your podcast and, uh, you know, like, contacting. And one, one thing I, I noticed was... Uh, when you would talk to like these guys who are just like who made I'm it. Sorry, let me interrupt you real quick. But how cool is this that this a is... fan was able to just reach out to Ash and be like, "I want to be on the podcast to maybe I have something to offer." Or, like it's unreal, to... man. Right and like Ash is... being like the Hollywood badass. <laughs> that he You're like, yeah, no fucking problem. You know, come on That's in. That's awesome. Yeah, man. I I was like thinking about this day, like right now. For like three days ago like lost a little bit of sleep like oh my god oh man why no this is a podcast you know so no. i know but it's like it's real it's not like a recording because, this is really happening yeah. cool. because ash thorpe is the smith <laughs> of the it's like a jerk off session <laughs> <laughs> how about you guys rub my back too <laughs> oh my god but i'm but i know I'm i appreciate you, it people, people are gonna be cracking up at this part right now <laughs> no i appreciate it and they and thanks the entire are, section the yes. moment i came on came on. <laughs> came came better came <laughs> yeah well okay <laughs> no oops <laughs> lovers <laughs> Well, yeah, thanks. Thanks, guys. No, okay, I, 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 anyway, let's, I think let's, maybe let's that's a good thing to even talk about, yeah. too, is is not getting too caught up in your ego and, 
and not getting too caught up in the idea that you think that you're better or too good for something you know like yeah. for me i don't i don't know like um you know like there's there's a couple people that i always admired that i've never met obviously but i wanted to like like guys like bruce lee and stuff seemed like a really just a down-to-earth guy that was just about yeah. doing the process and, and getting better and stuff and, and learning his craft and stuff. And so, yeah. like, examples like that, how could you really not, like, just do your best, you know? Like, having people like that that you that are in, in the past or in history. Um, and so, I mean, it's just... it's. I think it's just a good thing for people to do, really. You know, yeah. I don't know, and yeah. and I get a ton out of it. You know, like yeah, man. I don't know. I so. appreciate it. I yeah. appreciate it because, like, the thing, the thing I, I kind of what's up? <laughs> I get interrupted again. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, but like the one thing I was noticing with your uh, with your other talks and things was like you guys, you and whoever you had on the show at the time, would always kind of mention up like. You know, like these new kids, these new artists coming out, like they're all so good and stuff. But, like, I guess I guess I can agree with that in some way. But the reason is because of you guys, is because of artists who are like giving away this information for free. You know, like even selling maybe a few DVDs here and there. But still, like that information is is free. And talking to you and maybe talking to somebody else is like just that, uh, just that something like that happening. Is enough to make an artist better you know like just something as simple as that yeah. and you know like there's like we that's true like you guys are getting better and just being so generous and giving us giving us new newcomers to like content to feed on and you guys are changing and getting better and then like dumping it on it again and then you know like it's just it just it's a uh, there's a lot of content I guess I could say it's like there's a lot of free content for students to learn from especially art students yeah, you can really, uh, you don't, like, I mean, as, as great as college is, and, and I wouldn't, like, I'm not trying to diss it or make talk shit on it. I think it's 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 really good when it's a good college and you have good teachers, yeah. but for the most part, if, if, you're, if you really want to make it in doing art and for the industry of, like, entertainment, I think you can really make it without having to go and get a degree, you know? Like, right. nobody's ever asked me to see a degree. Um, yeah. It's never been, like you know the beginning of a conversation it's, yeah, been, it's I mean, always been the work so that's cool to hear like oftentimes i fight with that idea that um giving out too much stuff might be hindering things or mm-hmm. might not be helping but if you're really thinking that it's helping or it's like it's leading to good things and i think it's i think it's good and yeah it so, is you know so like george hole like in his in like george hole kind of helps start a lot of this stuff for me and having him on the podcast is an amazing amazing thing and, and to have him as a friend now has just been great and I yeah. think it, it it really it's like a it's like a it's an onward spiral of goodness, you know. Hopefully, and it's it's better to have that than some bullshit, you know. So, which seems to it seems to be self fulfilling and just kind of continues and, and and grows from that. So, but yeah, I mean, in in the end, it kind of depends also like the person. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know I've been to a few art schools and seen a few art students like here and there and even with the free content and like the benefits of going to an art school, yeah. it all depends on the person because yep. I, I like, I personally think, I mean, like, I don't want to get bashed, but I personally think like every art school is the same, no matter if it's like $50,000 a year or like $20,000 a year, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I think it's all about like how much you apply yourself because yeah. there's, there, there are professors here who, it's you know, the mindset. yeah, yeah there's a, there's like, there's a bunch of professors here, new and old that, are great but you know and they may they may seem like they have nothing to offer but if you really show them that you're interested and that you want to become better yeah. they'll they'll spend all day with you talking and i i've gotten i've gotten a few 
free art books from some of the professors here. It's awesome because I've just shown them that I really like the content. And it's awesome. It's yeah, it's just in in a way I'm also making friends, you know, like long term friends. Of course. Yeah, that's, that's the beautiful thing well, about you, college. You know, it's, check it's this networking, out. You know, so um, yeah, uh, networking. But look, back in the back in the days of uh, the Soviet Union, in the, <laughs> in the film school, in the um, the first actually it was the first film school in the world. It's mm -hmm. VGIK, you know, one of the most revered filmmakers who's pretty much, uh, okay, that's uh, his name is Eisenstein, but um, <laughs> he was one of the professors, and most of the professors that uh, that started in the first years of the film school, um, they would develop uh, friendships and relationships with the students, so sometimes the professors would actually get if they if they developed a good enough of a relationship they would take them to one of their films to work on the film that's films. awesome sure why and why wouldn't they it's, it's all about people see it's prime example it, right there. exactly yeah that it's about awesome. people connecting with people and sharing ideas yep. and if you're lucky you get to meet a good person a good <clears> person <throat> it has good intentions for you and what you're doing and wanting to see you grow and and, and develop you as a person I think another really good prime example of a human being that is all about like you know just getting things done is Da Vinci. Uh, it's he's just like you know, um, yeah. he's the, he's, he's a savant. He's the king, he's really. A Renaissance you know? man. I mean, I mean, lucky for us. You mean he's Danny DeVito? <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, <laughs> no, but for like, if you think about it now, like we have to go like if, for him, he would have to like. Like for us, we just go to like an art store and we get paints and we're like, okay, I'm gonna buy a canvas and lop de da <laughs> and it's all commercialized and it's all in Walmart and whatever. <laughs> but then like for him, like you had to go and like kill an animal and take its blood, <laughs> take it, and, yeah, yeah, and like and, and extract it and, and he had to really fucking earn it. And he was designing yeah. like helicopters back when people didn't know their head from their ass, you know, like yeah. he, he was yeah. really ahead of his time. And so, um if anybody's in doubt of anything like if it you know oh i need the college or i need this and that it's for this kind of stuff no it's you you need to be a real good you just have to be a badass and you have to want it you know yeah. and that's and that and yes I, yeah, yeah yeah and check this out it's also so vital to have people who support you yeah like yeah. ash ash will vouch for that <laughs> get off my nuts <laughs> get off danny get nuts too good too good dude dude is <laughs> no no but that, that's uh, that's also very true you know and and creating a um a somewhat of a of a, a reinforcement or a, a, like a you know friends or people that you can connect with and and people that you can share these things with that um will help you grow like right now i'm i'm really trying to focus on drawing so i have a couple of my buddies that are helping me along like uh, i have like uh danny Luvizi and then my friend uh dave raposa and, and it's like, just... like awesome friends yeah yeah so we can help you grow exactly and you know actually i just and it just came from me just uh reaching out to them you know and but then see friends period yeah yeah that easy yeah, and it and it really breaks down to those things too, those aspects and how that all works out, and and uh, you know, really getting those um, experiences with the right people. So if you're really trying to find a way in, if you just genuinely love it, that's it. And if you don't genuinely love it, you should not be doing it in the first place. Yeah. You should stop. 
and if you don't know what it is that you want to do like you'll eventually figure it out but I think another thing too that I have to say for students and people coming up for many things is 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 okay there's a past and there's lots of things that's happened in the past but remember that it's it's your choice and your decision and it's up to you to make something new and different you know mm -hmm. like be yourself you know like that's a really challenging hard thing and I fight that within myself a lot because I love so many things yeah. and I aspire to be like at the level like I love Otomo stuff like the guy who created Akira he's one of my favorite oh, yeah. artists that's evident in some of the um the artworks you showed me I don't know if the yeah yeah well yeah of course this is like I'm naturally my mind publicized or not or but yeah very very much like Akira's style yeah, well, I mean, I literally and pretty drew damn Akira, close. So. I mean, if not exactly the same. Cool. Ah. <laughs> well, I know okay. it's my own take on it, but no, what I'm what I'm getting at is like you know, make sure you're doing your own thing and and contributing your own shit. You know, like, um, you know, I I'm also been like watching and studying like Sid Mead stuff a lot lately. Um, he's uh, Iggy. If you don't know, do you know who Sid Mead is? Yeah, yeah, I've seen a lot of his stuff. Yeah, he's the, was, was, I think, expensive. the sci-fi guy or production designer. Yeah, yeah. he did, like... Wait, wasn't he a Blade Runner? Yeah, Blade Runner, or, and Tron. And... Using, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Like, uh, yeah, I, was, I, 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 I think I have, like, some of his Nomon videos, and yeah. I, I was looking to get some of his books, but they're, like, hundreds of dollars, man. Yeah, they're really expensive. <laughs> yeah, books are a really good thing, I think. It, um, it's good to have Iggy on because Iggy's very much on like reading books and, and he, he, Iggy's going on a different route where he's trying to focus on just uh, being a cinematographer and doing film Ooh. and help on film and yeah. I, I think you're going to get there faster than you think dude I think it's just a matter of time with the amount he, he just focuses on it so it's good um, and he's got yeah. a ton of knowledge um, to back up a lot of the things now it's just about miles you know it's about putting the miles in and uh, yeah. you know and, and, and opportunities and yeah opportunities which exactly I'm close to anyway so yeah yeah it, it just takes time that's all it is but you know if you network and you put your foot in the door and you really work and hustle like it all comes together you you know it's 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 an attracting you know you attract like attracts like basically so that's a good way to really um that's a really great lesson for students and anybody that's curious about making it in there you know the first and foremost love what you do and uh if you don't then you really shouldn't do it um and then you know it's because art is such a, a real real artist is, is all about like passion and, mm -hmm. and and conveying real emotion and communicating that right. conve conveying real shit if right. you're not then it, it, it's so easy it's so transparent it's so easy to, to look right through it when you're cheating yourself or cheating yeah. others and you're not being honest with what you love and, uh, and also, too, when you're really loving what you're doing and you're creating, like, it's like the most blissful moment of your life, really. It can yeah. be like the most rewarding experience because you really f tap into something within yourself that really shows you something about you that you didn't know necessarily. And it really helps um, yeah, yeah. you develop. So. Yeah, sometimes I also think that your your life experience informs your art, too. Yeah, majorly. of course. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, it's 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 about everything that you were attracted to in your childhood. I mean, like think about it, Ash. Star Wars and the Otomo stuff. I mean, it shows through the work, the things that you're interested in. That's what you attach yourself to. Sure, of course. You know, I mean, maybe actually. not entirely right. Uh, I mean, I think so. not for everybody, but yeah. the majority is just it's just like what informs you. Yeah. yeah it's what you know it's what gets you up in the morning it's like why you like the things that you like you know and, and we all like things for boner gets reason. me up in the morning <laughs> oh damn easy bro 
Easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, how many boners do you get a day, dude? Sheesh. You have a three, lot. Three, 365 boners a, night, a, a year. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? 365 a night? Jesus Christ. That thing will fall I off. I can't That's a pretty that's a <laughs> specific what the hell? number. Why did it become so gay? First, <laughs> like that. Just turning uh, on a dime, Ash. You know, <laughs> like that, flipping a coin. Dude, I can't help it, man. It's, 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 it's an actual course of things. So, <laughs> all right. Before the boner, we were talking about. I forget. Okay. Was, the boner was so distracting. Yeah, what <laughs> oh, what gets you up in the morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just those things, you know. It's 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 what. Yeah. It's Ash's what... wife gets. <laughs> oh, well, said, get up and clean the room, fucker. <laughs> yeah, before you start like fucking doing major movie magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's funny though, but that's that that is the, the side that people don't even think about. I oh mean, yeah. Think about it, like anybody. Uh, James Cameron probably his wife is like. What the fuck, man? Why didn't you like clean off the bathroom last night? When you, yeah, you, yeah. you know, he was like, you gotta go to like digital domain and talk to Neil Huxley. You know, he has to clean it off before you know, because his wife's gonna get on his nuts. So. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, yeah, these are all like you know little idiosyncrasies that also you know, it's not just one-sided. Um, when we talked about like um, the podcast and all that stuff, and I was telling. Mike, that I want to try and get some authors on and some scientists yeah. as well because I'm not yeah. just interested only in art. I love so many other things and I love like, you know, just um, science in general and that's another thing I grew up on and that's something that I'd like to get on, on here. But um, it's all about the multi-layers of things, you know, like it's all about having those multiple layers of, of what what makes you you and what you're yeah. attracted to and, and how to like really use those things to your abilities to kind of get your ideas across or just to make yourself different really you know and not in a weird way you know so do you feel you fight that as a student like trying to find your identity because you mentioned that you didn't know where you were eventually kind of wanting to go yeah, yeah that's that's kind of what i was gonna ask next is like should i at the position i'm in now like not even graduated nothing like that should i have what i want to be figured out and then like just go and just make that path or should i just do just make great work and then something nobody will... figures out life <laughs> ever yeah yeah i think i think you just i think all you should ever figure out and focus is just being the best like put yourself against the best and compare yourself honestly and be the best like you know like and whoever, whoever... attach yourself to projects and yeah. things that you like yeah yeah and yeah and, and and attract yourself to to like-minded people of course but like, i think for you i think the best thing for you is just to like be the best like well just... how, do, how did you get how did you get your first gig uh well like, how did you get gig that really opened up your eyes that's a like... question that's that's an answer you will not get from ash because i asked what? him so many <laughs> no i times. i, I told you i told i told you this story and i told everybody and I, i'm like a broken record on the podcast like the oh. the first thing in the in in but that's good because that reinforces when people listen to it that reinforces there we go you know, that okay. they know the what you went through and okay. you know it's not easy it and isn't it isn't no it isn't and okay so yeah i mean i um when i was working i was working at like a graphic design firm and i wanted to work in film and i didn't i went to college but i didn't go to like a college that was like focused in what i wanted to do which is kind of be like 
do what George Hall did and uh, do what like Sid Mead did and and um, and the, um, those dreams and stuff are coming. They're finally manifesting slowly, but nice. um, and I can talk about that too um, later on. But um, so I was working at a studio. Manifested. Manifested. So yeah. <laughs> Manifested. Todd. Todd from Breaking Bad. Uh, don't, oh. We can let's talk about Breaking Bad later because yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got lots to say about how amazing that show is. So, but no, okay. So I was working there, and then I decided that I wanted to do like motion graphics because I really love it, and I still love it. I think motion graphics are lots of fun, and I enjoy them. And and so uh, because I was just fascinated, I've I've been into cartoons and comics and all that stuff for a long time, and it, and I felt like it kind of joined a lot of those things together, and also graphic design, which I like. So, um, so I just took. Uh, like I said, it's going to be repeated. I feel I, I apologize to people who are listening to this that have heard it before, but uh, so I can explain it to you guys so it's in context. But um, so I just took like three months. Um, I gave myself a timeline of three months, and then I I just drew my ass off. I just drew, 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 and I worked and I made designs and I made my own title sequences and all this stuff. And I like did little photo shoots and I just put together a body of work. Um, that I felt would be okay, um, strong enough to get the attention of like studios. And then mm-hmm. once the work was ready, I went and released it. And then I didn't hear back from anybody except one studio. And that one studio is the only studio I really wanted to work with anyways. It was like a yep. dream. It was Prologue. And then I worked at Prologue for a year. And that's what changed everything, really. Well, it was... how, did, how, did you, how did you release it, so to say? I mean, did you just like email it to all the people or did you put yeah. it up? websites or but first and foremost i must say that your work has to be the key right you know i didn't focus any of my time and energy and attention like on anything other than just trying to get better at my job working basically and what i try to do is be incredibly honest with the thing around me like other artists so if i drew something it wasn't at like as good as like maybe george's stuff or sid mead's it, but it was kind of close i knew i was getting somewhere okay. but, I, but i had to also be very honest about where and what studios i wanted to work for and, and you know like so say you want to like work at blur studios like mm-hmm. you know what they're going to try and go for but at the same time like you need to just focus on like making sure that you are your own person because like if you're drawing the style that is already at that studio you got to be aware that that studio is always changing and growing and trying to become something else because they're always in danger of repeating themselves and oftentimes yeah. that becomes an error and a problem in this market where it's everybody wants something new so that's mm-hmm. another thing to think about it becomes a mind fuck so what i'm yeah. trying to say is is fuck all that clutter in your head and just focus on yourself right and what makes you tick like what makes you happy like what makes you grow and then focus on like what will make you better basically and and how to get there you know like whether it's like literally like watching uh gnomon dvds for like weeks months just watching the same ones and rehearsing (laughs) them i mean i'm no joke like i had a friend of mine that worked at high moon studios which is a gaming company they did like um, they did a couple games, they did like Transformers or whatever. My buddy RJ, what's up RJ? If you listen to this, he's he's like uh, he's he's like like a brother to me. He's one of the nicest dudes, and he got me introduced. He brought me over to the gaming studio before I had even started this, and he, he introduced me to like um, Jim Daly and all the artist crew guys there. And I just like 
shit my pants because <laughs> I go in this room and it's just covered in all this amazing art and these guys are just sitting there with all these antiques and back then I didn't know what a antique was and I was like what is this and like all these tools and and so I really like lost my shit and I really wanted to do that and I and I kept yeah. I kept he was way kind and see these are this is another example he was a, a really sweet nice guy that was he was lending his time to this idiot that didn't know what he's yeah. talking about and asking questions and he would be like okay well check out this DVD and maybe check this out and and so I tried to do my best to just be as good as I could to focus on like I wanted to work with them at High Moon Studios you know mm -hmm. but I wasn't good enough I don't think um, at least to get hired by him um, at the time being um, and so I focused um, on stuff that with design I think design kind of comes to me in a different way whereas yeah. illustration and drawing is, is taking me a lot longer to get where I want so right. it's coming along but anyways um, but even with him, he was like, you know, just get your work up, like, just do your work, just put in the time, you know, just draw, that's it, you know, like, I mean, if, 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 if you're trying to get a job, like, in this industry, it's all about your work and what you can contribute to the team, like, if you suck, then you're not going to get hired, really, you know, like, and it's just that, and you got to be very honest about that, you know, like, you got to be honest, like, would I buy, or would I be inspired by a video that had this kind of art in it, you know, would I be inspired, or would I buy, like, a comic that has this art, or did, would I buy a poster that looked like this, you know, like, you got to be incredibly honest, because it's a business, you know, yeah, like, you, you got to put yourself in the shoes of an audience, yeah, exactly, <clears throat> that's a good idea, yeah and it's it's sometimes it's hard to do that but then it's good to have like you know people that you respect that can give you like um straight pointers you know and not everybody's going to be honest because honesty is really hard to deal with you know but for, for, for the most part um, people will um you know hopefully give you you know feedback that's somewhat positive in a way that will help construct you and make you better yeah but, um you know Dude, it's all about just doing what you love and doing it the best you can. Everything else comes second. Like how much yeah. to charge and how much this and that and what companies to work for and blah, blah, blah. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like the, like Da Vinci is a prime example. Like, you know, he didn't ask for permission really. You know, he just fucking did it because it was like probably the dude was tormented with all those thoughts and they wouldn't yeah. like, he like literally had diarrhea of the brain and he had to get it all out. And he was like, fuck, I got to draw this helicopter thing. And I get, you know, just really curious person, you know, yeah. and and uh, if you can apply those same attributes, I think the same thing of like Otomo and like even the great filmmakers of our time. And it's all the same thing, really, you know, yeah. like that's kind of like I think what's it's kind of a curveball for me is um, I would ask other, you know, I'd ask some other artists who are just strictly concept artists some advice on how to break it into, the, let's say, the concept art world or into the industry and uh, had this one t one guy, he told me just just you know just do just do concept art like just that and don't do anything else and i was you know like for let's say i want to work for naughty dog just do a lot of stuff a lot of concepts that of games that they kind of do like you know if they something that looks kind of like uncharted or something that looks kind of like the last of us just do a lot of stuff like that and then show it to them yeah. or or do stuff that looks like alien or, Predator, yeah, and, or, or blade runner <laughs> yeah and it's weird for me to digest that because i hear that and on the other hand i hear like do whatever you want and just to make it look really good so i don't know which one to put my time into <laughs> well what do you what you're conflicted yeah, yeah 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 well if you're conflicted and you don't know then you know what i mean okay then i would go back to the like the, the basics yeah no. yeah you can either flip a coin and just do it <laughs> willy-nilly or you can really figure <laughs> out like what what like like find like really break down like what's your favorite movie 
and yeah, exactly. what's your favorite this and that like i mean i love akira like back in the day i would just sit there and watch akira and then freeze the frame and just draw it like thumbnails yeah. just so i like could start learning composition it's exactly yeah it didn't uh, uh <laughs> you, you gotta reverse engineer the stuff you know like if if you watch a movie or whatever it is that you like so layered like whatever i'm talking whatever it is that you like that like you see it and your immediate is like three seconds like fuck i love that yep you yep. gotta stop you gotta stop man and you gotta reverse engineer what you like about it like just strip it apart strip, and yeah. then it's kind of it will inform what you like that's how i do with films i mean like i watch a ton of films and immediately what i do is like i watch a film i sit down with my notes and mm. i have a uh, elapsed time running and like the running time and whatever the second that like whatever i see on a on a film whatever image composition light whatever i like like i jot down that time time frame and and i write the notes oh i love that that's awesome awesome light awesome composition whatever and then i take it out of the movie i just clip it out you know cut it out and i have a full folder yep. and i just study that and this and, and it's essentially what i have is a Good full idea. folder of things that i love and yeah. it's like that just informs me more is like about what yep. i like yeah and that's the path and the, so you gotta yeah, do the same it. thing with your shit yeah it's the same yeah i mean everybody has a different path i mean what he's doing right there i would strongly yeah, recommend I mean, doing that because i think yep. that's great i mean but the concept is yeah because well also the thing is why you're saying the technique of reverse engineering is great because like movies go by so fast and there's so many layers and so many things going on usually even in slow paced movies that it's even hard to even understand or grasp what the fuck is happening usually <laughs> like it's like is that really like artificial light or is that not and who where's the camera yeah. what lens is he using you know it's like breaking bad oh okay we, like i said we'll get into breaking bad because yeah. it's one of my favorite shows everybody wants did you just come on to talk about Breaking Bad? <laughs> Back to that work for Breaking Bad. I'm kidding. I'm not a student. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we got to talk about that at the end for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. We I can talk for a, a while about that show because I love it. And there's many reasons why um, it's mm. – why to love it, you really, you know? There's so many things, yeah. but – that's but the, the reversal engineering is something that you should really consider, you know, and finding what it is about the things that you love. Like I love books and I love like I love movies and I love animation. So I surround myself with it and it's completely like I wrap my life around it, you know, like it's just everything that I it's it's me is is, is I live within that realm, you know. Yeah. And it feeds yep. me like the other day I was hitting a dry spell like creatively and just internally and then I started going through all like my artist Star Wars like Ralph McQuarrie stuff and i'm just like motherfuck man like <laughs> so inspired like on the so next cool. level like if this guy can do it then i can you know like uh and and it's just a matter of just doing it really and, and being inspired can by do another can kid do. the edge yeah <laughs> you need alec baldwin up and oh no 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 not alec baldwin you, you need anthony hopkins dude hopkins Ooh. all day i did work on the right so yeah that was cool did you get to meet him, by the way? No, no I didn't. I, I got to problem. meet the director of that, though. But I, no, he's he's such a busy dude, so he's like all over the place, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I, I totally get what you're saying. I mean, there are there are a couple of a uh, couple of movies. I mean, I I love uh, Neil Blockman. Like I saw, District Nine and Elysium and all those movies. And like I th I think, those movies really inspire me. Like personally, uh, I love District Nine. Like I watch it. I watched it. You know, like all the time. And yeah, I always look at the book. Buttons. I don't have it. I have. Oh I, man, I just, you need that book, dude. That's I, like the no, best I, book. <laughs> I will get it, but uh, I just I have the one for Elysium, and I was looking. I you know I, I follow like Ben Morrow and like Aaron Beck and all those guys, and I look at all their stuff that they did for it, and uh, 
yeah i mean you know like stuff like that is really inspiring and then when i look at that i'm like yeah i want to do that like i want to do concept art like you know that looks like so much fun yeah but then at the same time i i get inspired like maybe i want to just do a poster for it or i want to do a full illustration or maybe i want to come up with my own idea based on kind of how that was executed why not do it all well you know like like yeah I'm, is there a way Aaron's for you to balance it yeah, yeah. like aaron uh, like i know aaron uh somewhat just through talking he's gonna be on the podcast pretty soon i think that's awesome um but he uh he's just really like he's really in tune with lots of ideas and thinking outside of the box and looking at things differently. And he's very humbled by the fact that we're all growing and learning, you know? So, mm-hmm. but he has lots of crazy ideas as well. And, and, you know, like you don't have to put yourself in a box, you know, like, look at, like, I guess for me as a prime example, like I'm doing stuff with Mondo and I'm drawing and I'm also doing like user interface stuff for like DARPA and car companies like Audi, but then also like, wow. you know, th- there's no real, um, Somebody asked me, like, people often ask me, like, what do you do? And I'm like, I don't really know because I don't like to put it like a, a direct like um, label on myself. I just, yeah. I think when I do that, I, I kind of lose what it is for me to be who I am. And so mm-hmm. I think um, if, you, if you're finding yourself not following, f- falling into like, oh, I'm going to be like a concept artist that only focuses on creatures or whatever. If you don't necessarily fall into that one mold, it's not a bad thing. It's actually good. The problem you're going to have is that you're going to be probably like me and be like, you're going to have anxiety attacks and be like (laughs) a fucking, like you're not going to be completely content all the time because there's always going to be something nipping at your fucking, you know, your desires, you know, like, yeah, I I always have like five things going on at the same time. And I, and, 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 and my wife always gets on my ass about it and she's absolutely right. I shouldn't be so crazy and stretched thin, but that's just yeah. kind of how I flow, you know, and yeah, you man. might be the same way. You might want to just go, Oh, I'll make posters and I'll learn design and I'll also do this. And I'll want to do that, you know, and I want to make an animation and I want to do title sequence or I want to do this or I want to make my own film. Or I want to learn how to write. or I want to learn how to film, you know, like, but, I mean, like, is it, is it, is it easier to say all those things and get uh, what you want out of it when you're, uh, when you already have like a bunch of, of experience and like clients and things that are yeah. like trustworthy and credible. I don't think like... so, man. I don't think so. I think it's all about relationships. If you have a relationship with somebody, it's the same thing as like a movie project or a project or anything in general. It's all different. Every girlfriend or person that you have in a relationship with is a completely different person. I think it's exactly the same for me, at least my experience and the people that I've um, talked with about this. It's it's always different for every person. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't think that nef- necessarily is it. And when and nothing is as it seems. You might think like, oh, the the biggest, most amazing thing for you to do is to like work on a, one of Neil's films. But you might get on that set and he might be a complete asshole. You know? <laughs> oh no! And you, yeah, and, yeah. And, and it's a you real don't, shitty experience. Don't make a mental picture. Well, it's. It, I mean, you you got to to push yourself through there, right? You like yeah. you got to put that like you know the eye of the tiger kind of shit, you know, like to get yourself through the hard days. And, but what I'm saying is that <clears throat> not everything is what it seems, you know, like it never is, um, ever. Um, and you might have like this picture that you understand what it is. And it's good to, I think it's important to have that, like never to be jaded, you know, and to constantly like strive for greatness within yourself and the, those that you work with, but yeah. don't expect it because yeah, expectations. Like I always say to my wife, like expectations can get you like lead you to particular, like, um, like Suicide. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> easy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, come on, man. Keep, keep the expectations <laughs> low, Well, no, it's, it's not, not low, just, you know, finish. well, expect, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it can be very challenging, right? Like, I expect a ton out of myself every day if I don't do something that I feel is, like, worth my time and I feel like I'm wasting my life. So, like, yeah, 
and that leaves me like high and dry a lot of times because I don't think I'm like doing what I need to be doing yeah, and you know, but so I mean I have my own problems you know so you probably don't want to like listen to those <laughs> those <laughs> like Ash, I'm, I'm not as know, balanced uh, you know he's, so he's been pro you know a prominent pusher of um organizing your day yeah 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 crucial yeah yeah right. you have to almost by the hour you have to map out your day wow. yeah actually that's what i do I, I map the day that i map my day the day before and i write it out it and try to stick to it yeah yeah because i like i said i wander a lot and if you're sounding like you have similar traits to me like you're gonna want to do so many things you're gonna have to be very careful about how you do it because there's always that saying anytime I don't like succeed at something properly like anytime I do art it's never exactly what I think it should be I, in my head it's always better and it never comes out right and I get all frustrated but it's all about like just doing it obviously it's the practice of doing it yeah. but if you really like if, you, if you're doing too many things and you become like a, a jack of all trades and a master of none and it becomes yeah, very uh, strenuous and tired tiring but hey you know there's a lifetime to learn this stuff and get good at it if you if you're lucky enough to live long you know and then you can get better at it as you go but um i mean i don't know i it just i think for me i, I just love so many things you know and yeah. that's just how i roll so i'm not a good example of like just focusing on, on one thing you know like if you could that'd be amazing that'd be awesome yeah. you can just be really great at yeah one but thing, also so. uh, check this out mike what works for yeah. me also is like when i reach out to people that i like so just you know most people don't respond or mm. they may respond with something but um like if you reach out to people that you like you can ask them questions about what they do and yeah. like if and that will help you out sort of like guide you because you can you can talk to a professional who's practicing it and he can tell you if he's of course honest about it candid yeah. most people are you know mm -hmm. and um well not always but <laughs> you'd be surprised but, too how many people respond to you you know like and people yeah people love love to talk about themselves anyway so ask away i mean that's <laughs> yeah it's or you know the things that they love to do you know or just like what they're doing you know um yeah i agree it's good to hear that yeah because i mean otherwise i would have thought that they're like ah no time i mean there's like this the thing is like i don't always have i think the questions that would have that would help me is like you know, I would end up asking like the same questions and get the same answer, but I don't that, really. That means you need to work. Then that means you just need to put in the work. You yeah. Know, if you're if you're just spinning your wheels asking questions, that means you're not going anywhere. You need to get the experience to 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 have more like um, questions. And actually, what happens is you eventually find that you have no more questions. You know. Yeah. That you the questions that you were gonna ask like take it like two minutes and sit there and ask yourself the question. Yeah. And I guarantee you, you'll find the result just with yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's you know? that's kind of what's been happening recently to me. I think it's I just been having the same questions, and I mean I know the answer, but I don't know why. Well, uh, it's, it's, it's an insecurity because, thing. Maybe you know? because you're not getting the answer that you're looking for. Yeah. Like it's not satisfying enough. Yeah, true. You know like like yeah. for you know, uh, I have this internship, uh, you know, at um, DC, DC camera. It's a camera rental place, cool. and they have the. They have all the equipment that they use on the, every professional set. And every time I come over there, there's a couple guys there. And I always ask them questions. I may ask a question from, uh, to, uh, I may ask one guy a question, right? And I may not get a satisfying answer, so I go ask the other guy. He may have a different viewpoint, but it's but it clicks, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
And I've had that so many times that happened, you know, I have the same question to two different people and one person answers them better than the other. And it's, it's a satisfying answer. So, you know, if you're asking the same questions over and over, you're not getting the satisfying answer. It's not clicking in your head. That's why you're asking the same questions. Yeah. I mean, I think I know what I need to do to get to where I want to be, but, um, I just don't like necessarily know the details of it, you know, like you'll uh, find it as you go. You, yeah. Yeah. When, when you, when you are informed about the details, the decisions become easier. Trust me. I mean, that's kind of what I've realized anyway. Yeah. Same. I, when I was first starting out, I was really interesting to my friend, Chris Sanchez, who I worked with at um, prologue, really talented guy. And he did kind of similar stuff, illustration and stuff. And I, and I would, when I was first starting, I, I ended up like getting really insecure and asking him like before things were even done or close to done, like, oh, what do you think of this? And, he, and then he, one time he was like, dude, I don't really know what to tell you because I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's good. Like, it's good to know that, you know, and then and then nowadays when I um, when I start drawing, I, you know, like I go, oh, I would, maybe I should ask Dave like how this, you know, if he thinks this composition works or blah, blah, blah. But yeah. then when I chat and then I think about it, I'm like, ah, it's fine. I just got to keep going, you know? And yeah. then once you do that, you actually become more, less of a student and you become more of your own self, I think, you know? And I think cool. that's a deciding factor. And, and actually it's something that you can pick up from other artists that really just take their own creativity by like the reins basically and push mm-hmm. their own desires and kind of like follow their own ideas, you know? And then, then yeah. I think that's what you like probably appreciate in, in art that you don't know. That you're appreciating you know you know what i'm saying yeah 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 yeah, man i mean that's that's kind of like i was looking at dave raposa's art for a while and uh he was doing like he would just pick like things that he loves and just do his own versions of them yeah and uh now he's doing like star veil or something like his comic book i mean that's Mm -hmm. that's so cool man like it doesn't even look like his other stuff and like i look at it and it's like it's really inspired it's inspirational to me but at the same time, like, damn it, like, why didn't I think of that? You know, well, like, Starvale, like, that sounds cool. It's total <laughs> abandon, though, you know? It's like, that's what, it, I had a great talk with him yesterday about all this stuff because I was like, because um, I have my own, I have, a, I have something going on that I haven't really showed anybody. I'm excited mm-hmm. to show it once I get some more madness going on. But, um, and I was just talking to him about it, and he was like, when are you going to release it, and this and that, and, I, and, and it was cool. Uh, he's got a lot of, he's got a lot of own, his own personal um, development and growth and it's cool to hear his take on it and how he was just um kind of schooling me on the idea that i just need to go and do it and you just show it and you know like and just do it you know like there's and once you start putting up bind, like blinders and, and and bricks and all this stuff like and get in your way like it restricts you from your creativity <clears throat> and it's actually absolutely r- true and, and i didn't realize it until i started like really analyzing like what was making me happy and why i was doing the things i was doing you know like um, and so I think from what I gained from that and maybe what you can learn is just like, literally, you just need to do what you, you want. You know, like when you said like, oh, the Star Veil sounds so cool, this and that, like, that's just him having fun. Like that's, that's yeah. like stuff that he's doing just for fun, you know, and he's just learning things. And, and, and like Kevin Spacey said it perfectly in his talk at the McTaggart conference where he said like total abandon. It's all about being like just abandoning all your perceptions of what it should be and just doing it, you know, like not not getting stuck on other things just like just doing it the act of doing you know like the act of doing is is gonna far surpass any other issues or whatever you might have you know so that's a good idea so just mike do it hey mike 
What's up? <laughs> I'm gonna read you. I'm gonna read you a quote that hopefully will. Uh, Hell yeah! Read that shit. You too. I love <laughs> quotes, dude. There's this, a. I'm gonna cite I'm gonna I'm gonna cite a famous quote by uh, this Bruce filmmaker Lee. called Jim <laughs> Jim Jarmusch. You may have heard his name. Mm. Or not, it doesn't matter because the yeah. quote is what matters. Did, so you, it goes. did he direct Casper? Nothing is original. <laughs> Nothing is original. Steal from anywhere that resonates with inspiration or fuels your imagination. Devour old films, new films, music, books, paintings, photographs, poems, dreams, random conversations, architecture, Bridges, street signs, trees, clouds, bodies of water, light and shadows. Select only things to steal from that speak directly to your soul. If you do this, your work and theft will be authentic. Authenticity is invaluable. Originality is non-existent. And don't bother concealing your thievery. Celebrate it if you feel like it. In any case, always remember what Jean-Luc Godard said. It's not where you take things from, it's where you take them to. Boom. There deep. you go. That's deep. It's deep, but it's honest, and it's oh, completely yeah. rude, and it's, it's true. It's and deep, and it's it's pretty much true. If you look at Hollywood and any anything that everybody Don't look at Hollywood, each other, by the way. all <laughs> films, no, no, doesn't even matter. Hollywood, any film, any artwork is always, it's, it's it encapsulates ideas taken from somewhere else. Okay. Yeah, but like, and the what... person crafts those. They filter it through their mind, through their soul, through everything, and they put a different spin on it. What their own, and that's the original part. Okay, that's where the originality is. Yeah. That that's your own idea. Of, yeah, like the the way I the way I see a lot of um like movies and games and all these things and art, but it seems like um to be in my like what I think. I mean, I don't I don't want to believe this, but it seems that. Uh, to be the most original, you kind of have to start going into like the abstract world. You have to kind of start thinking abstractly and like, if you want to create a world, like, create some world that people in on Earth and things can't even comprehend, like how that would work. But because you know, um, in in some ways, like if I want to create a futuristic like dystopian world or something, it'll people will always be like, oh, that's like Blade Runner, oh, it's like District Nine, like all these things, and and then I, you know, like, damn it, it's not really. Like, you know, I want to make it as good as that and as, as well presented as that, but I don't want to make it that exactly. Sure. And, well, and it's going to be different no matter what. You know, like there were so many sci-fi films when uh, Star Wars was coming, was coming out, but they just didn't look as good. And they didn't have the, the really powerful, like, you know, Joseph Campbell story arc, you know. And um, thank goodness that, like, um, George was able to meet, like, Ralph and work with Ralph. And Ralph fucking destroyed that. He was, like, <laughs> Star Wars without him. It's, like, there's there's only, like, there's a couple really amazingly key ingredients. And that's why that Star Wars is so successful for so many reasons. And the same thing for Pixar. There's, like, a couple really core guys that are always keeping themselves at the forefront of making sure the yeah. quality is there. And the yep. same probably for, um, you know, when, like, uh, Ridley was doing Alien stuff, you know? Like, you had a really great team of people. I, I bring it up all the time because I believe it is to be true. But, um, you know, it takes 
it takes those kind of guys just doing it and if you if you you know it's it's not it's you know like star wars came about and i was just thinking about it because i'm studying it right now and and i was thinking about like the, all the just the random madness of how it got made and the time it got made and why it got made and all these things and and it's like dude if back then it's 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 almost like the same thing you could have the same thing like oh i'm gonna have these things going around these bounty hunters and like there's this thing these like the jedi with this power force thing and blah blah if you, if you did it and you didn't pitch it right you'd sound like an idiot but you know yeah. if you did it and you got the right people yeah. on board and you did it right it would be really an amazing thing and and so many things had to come together to make it work and and, it, and most of it came from a guy that really had a a definitive idea of what he wanted for his world and, and it was basically breaking down like joseph campbell's like mythos and story arc and stuff you know yeah. trying to tell the story exactly. and it really comes down See, to that. he was drawing he was drawing from uh various th sources yeah. that's what pretty much what the last quote is about see what lucas was doing is pretty much ripping off other people and filtering through his brain <laughs> yeah yeah in yeah. a nutshell i mean in a in yeah. a rock yeah, yeah an explanation well, all these because guys, I think they're really the open films, to it, yeah, the world. Look it. at the films of uh, Tarantino. I mean, there's fucking spaghetti westerns in there. There's Italian giallo genre, yeah. which is like, you know. He's a huge film. I mean, he, yeah, he's a huge film buff. He's just like you, really. He's like, he loves yeah, so he's much seen shit. thousands of films. By the age of 30, all he was doing is watching films every day. Yeah, so he did the same still, thing, He was too. accumulating different sources he was accumulating different sources of um, films and and he was taking notes probably whether it's mental notes or real physical notes but that's what informed his entire style and not only films he was reading stuff like you can't just think about like when you when you're thinking about art it doesn't matter whether it's fucking illustration concept design or fucking lighting stuff i mean you have to be thinking about like any cinematography will ask they were they were studying like caravaggio yeah or yeah. something you know like they were studying paintings of how light falls on a there's direct light soft light all that stuff i mean and the same thing for a like any artist is like you you got to be informed about the past so you can be um so you can make something based on what came after you you know what i mean it's yeah it's how it's always been like i don't I personally have never come across anybody who's been like, holy shit, like, they just never seen anything before, like, in any other film, any painting before, and they just, all of a sudden, they made some great fucking art, you know, it just doesn't happen, that's not, yeah. not a reality, that's not how I see it, I've never seen it that way, and that's how many other people will tell you who, I think who are, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think Coppola said it really, will tell you yeah. I think Coppola said it really well on the end of Heart of Darkness where he said, like, you know, in the future, some, like, fat girl out in, like, Kansas will grab, yep. like, her dad's camera and, and go make something that's entertaining to become, you know, it'll, it'll blow up. And then we're on the dawn of that age, and I thought that was an interesting okay. thing for him to say because that's, he said that's really when it becomes an art form, you know, okay. where it's, exactly. it's totally disconnected from the madness of just getting the financing and the producing and getting all that stuff because... Like whether you know it or not, like just getting a film even fucking made is it, it, even a shitty film is really. I have my hats off to you because it's it's the hardest <laughs> shit to make a film. Because you went yeah, because you went out and fucking did it. I mean, that's like, I mean, fucking what's his name? Um, even Spielberg's first films weren't fucking great. I mean, I watch a lot of uh, films like from filmmakers from their short films from the beginning. Like you can watch Robert Zemeckis' first film. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like it's nothing great. I mean, it's nothing great at all. It's always that's that's I always say this is that like any great artist who is now like you know fucking revered by the entire world, like they always fucking started somewhere. Yeah, you know, but that's the the simple the, the simple concept that they went out and did it, whether it sucks or not. I mean, that's what fucking yeah, it's, it's miles. You know, are. yeah. I mean, my my jujitsu coach says it's like you know, like it's all about miles. Like how many miles you put on the mat is how good you get. And and mm. that's I bring up I bring up martial arts a lot because I feel yeah. there's a lot of connectivity with this because it's no, sure. very similar. It's about structure and putting time in and 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 direct sac like honest, real loving sacrifice for it. Um, you can tell with all those guys too. Any good, anybody that's good at martial arts, really, you can tell is is all about that same kind of thing. But uh, anyways, like I think that's the same thing. I also wanted to bring up a story. I don't know if you've ever heard it, and that was an interesting thing. I've brought it up, I think, one time. But um, Ian McKeg, I was watching this uh, interview with him. I've seen him speak live. He's really entertaining too. If you ever get a chance to talk to him or see him talk, because he's got like the most energy of the of person that i've ever met in my entire life but anyways he was saying like when he was starting out drawing like stuff for star wars for george um he was drawing these things or i think it was something i don't know if it was for star wars but he was he was like oh i need to draw grass oh let me think about what's the grass like and then he goes and grabs like uh, a norman rockwell book and he's like how did he draw grass and then like then he just looks up from his into his window and he sees grass out in the lawn and he realizes like why am I like attaching myself to like trying to find what somebody else is doing? Why don't I just fucking draw, you know? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying here. I'm saying like there comes a time and when you create where you just it's total abandon. Like uh, Kevin Spacey said it perfectly. I couldn't agree more with what he had said because it's all about just letting go of that stuff and making and creating and just doing it, you know? And yeah. not everything's like that's my problem. I have a huge problem with like making stuff that I don't feel is great. So I try to dot my T or cross my T's and dot my I's on everything to make sure I can make the, the absolute best. And I think that's just me trying to be a perfectionist or whatever and, and trying to make the best that I can. Um, but in general, I think it's important just to to do things, just to go and make things and and and, and grow from that. You know, like. Yeah. And, and just the exchange of ideas that you'll get and collaborating with people, you know, like I've seen it in my buddy Anthony, like just watching him in the past few months, like the opportunities that he's been given, but then also his ability to really harness those things and make the best out of them, you know? Yeah. I'm, I mean, like, it's important for me to, uh, to see my ideas come to life and I would love, I would give anything for that, but, and kind of like where I'm at right now like my main focus is to just get a gig is to just get money for my art i mean i, I don't want it to sound like selfish or well, something you gotta feed your fucking face so yeah i want to i want to feed my face and <laughs> I, just, I want to figure out like that's like the the first thing for me that's the first thing i'm thinking about is what do i do and how do i get there uh to get a gig you know a, a paying gig not just some will be the best that's it just just make work and show it to people and just hope for the best just you just be the best you know be the best that you can every day and dedicate yourself to that you know like every time like i go out and do jujitsu and i'm fucking doing it like i better be on my game or i'm get choked out like anytime you go and do art you better be fucking good and you better focus on it and give it your all and respect that you know the moment you lose respect for it and love for it, it falls apart and it doesn't become anything, you know, like it becomes some kind of random thing. And, and how many artists do you know? How many designers do you know? How many people, you know, in general that started something and didn't finish, you know, like my life was plagued with people like that, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's true. And it's, and it's, it's part of 
it's part of humanity it's you know like Stephen Pressfield in the the war of art I think it is yeah no the yeah the war of art he he's he personifies these things you know yeah. and it's actually really interesting if you have never li- listened to those um, books you should really give those a go right. um, because they're fuel for like just you developing yourself um, um, you should listen to those while you work you shouldn't listen to my jackass not, not only that it just snaps snaps you out of bullshit well you know? i think it personifies Focus, things focuses, though that's why focuses for me. you on what's important yeah but it, it like when i first listened to it i mean that was it, it has that effect it just snaps you out of like a fucking certain mindset yeah well it, it just it makes you realize that that these things that have been haunting you that you didn't know how to like really understand them they're there and you can see them like he makes it so that you anybody it may, he easily applies it in the way that allows you as a person of any kind of walk of life to identify with the the shortcomings of your your own personality and who you are basically you, and it really helps so do you think that um do you think that location is a is a factor when trying to reach like as many uh, as many just gigs and artists as possible like me being here in Pennsylvania do you think I mean I know that there's stuff in California and Seattle and that's where all like all the big game companies and all that stuff are and I will I always hear you know it's like it's it's a good place to at least visit if you're an artist and to check out like I mean Europe is too <laughs> China is yeah. everywhere is too yeah I mean, but do you think like it would it would help like would do you think it would you know make a difference if for me you know someone who doesn't have like all the connections and all the friends and things like that that you guys have but do you think it would help well, or do you it, would you ash, didn't, didn't Al- it, so. ash didn't alice there uh like he 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 went to savannah right in georgia and then he just moved or to to california right yeah yeah didn't yeah he? but then he, but he was working out of school on that's what he told me is like he 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 didn't care he would just pick a job any involved in the industry yeah like in his craft and he worked while looking for other gigs yeah like that he liked and then he got it through i think through prologue right yeah well i mean alistair is just one of those guys where it's evident that he's got that thing you know he's an incredibly hardworking person and um you know to go back to your question to focus on like location and if whether that's a deciding factor on your own success i don't know if it's necessarily a deciding factor i know there's plenty of artists that live in obscure areas that nobody knows about that have made it um i wouldn't let location especially nowadays with the information technology and Mm -hmm. how to like you know like look at us we're all in different parts of the world basically but we're able to have a an an in-depth conversation i do think um it doesn't hurt you know that's all i can really say i don't think it hurts you know i think that if you can get in a studio where you're next to like guys that are better than you and you can be in, in there in person fucking go for it like i would never say that's a bad idea i think uh, absolutely especially if you're um dealing with like you know trying to be better and, and, and get better yourself like some of my favorite times is w- when i was doing my art and creating was like when i was able to go and like collaborate and, and play with you know other artists down in san diego with like at nice. sony it was it was cool it was fun yeah. because i was just able to kind of like riff with them and talk shit and then they would show me cool <laughs> stuff and we'd share like movies and just like things that we liked and books you know and cool. and then friendships you know like and then like you know it all comes back down to that shit you know like it's all about friendships like i met yeah. my buddy ryan and ryan and i have been collaborating ever since you know like 
it's so I, I absolutely think it's awesome and, and I, I miss those aspects of being able to, to collaborate on those kind of levels and mm-hmm. um, and I try to whenever whoever whenever I can I try to make it so I I'm able to do those things so mm-hmm. but um yeah if for you I would highly recommend trying to just I would if I were you this is just my advice and take Go I don't even it. know if I'm even justified and allowed to give advice but this is what I would say I would just say like fo- like spend like literally sleep like five hours a day every day work seven days a week and that's all and all you should be drawing until you're literally fucking sick of it (laughs) no i'm serious you know like my friend anthony jones too like that's his whole thing too He, he he started off as a programmer and he didn't really he wasn't an artist but he but he wanted to do it eventually and then he just drew until he was just like sick of it and now he works at blizzard and he does whatever the hell he wants he works uh-huh. on movies and but you know like it comes down to him just working his ass off you know and so he literally said that i'm just biting from what he said from one of his live streams he said like and you should get if you ever want to get inspired like watch some of his live streams because he he's able to communicate things a lot better than me i think but he what's his name anthony jones okay thanks. his name's robot pencil probably seen his work on blogs and stuff oh yeah yeah yeah. you know anthony jones yeah yeah he's awesome you showed me some of them yeah i actually i sat in on one of his live stream back in january when you linked to it yeah and yeah he can articulate stuff and he like at one point he was talking about like when he was drawing something he was like uh if you want to like master like what i do is i study the light okay like if you want you you want to master the light in painting like he would he would look at other paintings and stuff and he would literally just do it over and over and over try to like copy it until he fucking masters it or like drawing a hand or something and like he would just draw it over and over and over and over again yeah didn't mick uh mctiernan that's his name right the guy did predator and all that stuff yeah didn't he watch like the film like 24 hours or something like that his whole his whole gig was mctiernan is by far the person that like inspired me the most about like how to approach studying filmmaking because his whole gig was when he was in at afi um film school um he had a he had a um a film professor who was a director too he was from czechoslovakia jan kadar and um they would you know they would watch movies together and stuff and he would jan kadar would like tell him um you have to think like you have eyes so use them uh, and what yeah. he basically what that made mctiernan do is he chose a fucking movie uh he chose true uh day for night and he went to the movie theater and he fucking watched it three days straight jesus eight hours at a fucking time <laughs> and he would what he would do and Jan Kadar t- told him that you have to watch the fucking films, grab a piece of pen, uh, a, a notebook and a pencil. And after the whole point was when you watch the movie so many times, you get past the first experience, the secondary experience. And then you start like, you know, you just like accumulating like the, the images only. So what yeah. he would do is he would take and from memory, he would write the movie shot for shot so right. from the first fucking shot of the movie until until the last shot which is usually movies have like 1000 shots and them well now nowadays even more but and he would he would write the entire movie from memory like where the camera was 
what type of um, shot it was. Was it like a close-up? Was it a medium shot? A wide shot? So like a and he would analysis. just fucking write it out because... Yeah, it's reverse he, engineering he, though, yeah. He was reverse engineering the film because that's the main idea. The the thing, the entire concept behind that was, uh, was like a, a, concert, a concerto musician, you know. They they can call up a note from any um, like a classical like Beethoven or Mozart just from memory and they can play it. Yeah. So the entire thing was using using that idea using and applying it to the concept of studying films. So the point becomes then you have to watch like that like three hours a fucking day eight hours at a time. Yeah, that's like, that, that, that might have worked for him. I think it's a remember. human. Yeah, I think it's a oh, human. Oh no no. Well, of like I don't even do it, but I've it's not a bad idea, my, like I've taken I've taken my uh, I've 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 taken that concept and I'm using it my own way, which is like when I watch a film, like I just start logging the stuff and I cut it out and I have I think a whole folder of things I, think it's I great like to do that. and I study everything that I just comes to me. That's you know, like, like that I see. Like really and studying it though, like not just watching it. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. Like really studying. It's not watching <laughs> it and like uh like just, just like throw away just look at it and that's it for fun no like fucking studying what's going on in that shot like in You're those fucking minutes in the in the second and two you, Reverse can, you learn so much the, from doing that because it's like looking at a world microscopically you know like like yeah. i said like i would just literally like i'd find a film that i really loved it, it maybe it wasn't perfect for me to study like i would study like ghost in the shell and akira um, yeah. because okay. i think that with animation there's so much freedom to really create really great compositions and stuff but at the same time yeah. there's so much restrictions because it's like you know a quote unquote it's a poor man's art form it's not <laughs> film you know like they can't yeah. spend millions of dollars that's not like that's not that's not their thing but they can make better shit than most films yeah. you know for my opinion you know so i would yeah, use those as examples yeah. and that the reason why i say that is because i loved it though yeah. you know and and from that love i decided to figure out like what the thing like why i love the things about it and this and that you know and i think that mctiernan and all these other guys and, and, and iggy is what he's doing now and da vinci drawing the hand and pulling bodies apart to yeah. un understand and learn how the muscle structures work and stuff and okay. you know all the bridgman books and the, that guy and all these people that do it it's literally about just seeing you know it's about seeing and it's about seeing, not just looking at something, but fucking looking at something. If you know what I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, because, and that's that, and, and but the the thing is, you got to be cautious of is it becomes a kind of a curse. Once you understand the the magic yeah. trick, once you understand the magic trick, the magic's lost. And so I wish at times I wish I could just like sit down and watch a film with my wife and not just sit there the whole time hating it or critiquing <laughs> the shit out of it or loving it and but yeah. also critiquing the hell out of it, you know and. But and, uh, he, like I can, I can turn that part of my mind off. Actually. I wish I could do like, that. Like even if not hundred percent, but I can. Like I can watch the same movie I've studied, and I can just enjoy it. That's weird. But here's, let me just say something real quick. You have to remember, McTiernan wasn't just doing that, um, just looking at stuff. And what informed like his entire approach to filmmaking is like, dude, he he was reading like Shakespeare too. He was reading literature. Because one of the things people need to realize, and recently I watched, back in May, I watched this um, conference of um, all the Russian filmmakers, they got together and they were discussing the state of cinema now. But mm -hmm. just, just like, not just in the entire world, they were talking about... Um, they were talking about Russia, but it applies to the entire world. The state yeah. of filmmaking, how low it has become. It's like, 
it's because and the point for that was that not all the new filmmakers these days they don't read fucking literature they don't read books yeah like, yeah they that's... just think that it's putting uh, two shots together and that's it like there's no concepts there's no ideas that's why we're they getting this really that weird it's, thing that's easy yeah, yeah, we're getting this really weird influx of stuff that's not really direct and honest, and we're finding out, like, hey, what the fuck? How come we can't have another Star Wars? It's not necessarily <laughs> that it's too hard to make a Star Wars. It's that people are making films off Star Wars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of making yeah. stories off gods and Greek it's gods like and stuff like that. Yeah. It, it's, it's a remix of a remix of a remix of a remix. So there's that so, thing, that remix thing on Vimeo is great. But that's, I mean, that's an argument that's worth it's validating for me, at least personally. And I think that's... Um, it's a really good thing to actually bring up because a lot of concept artists and artists in these days in general and blah, 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 like what they'll do and my, myself included, they'll look at other artists rather than look at life, you know, yeah. and, and what they'll do is you'll get this weird, like hodgepodge of like artists and it might work and it might not. It just depends on the person, obviously, and mm -hmm. what they're doing. And so I, I try to be incredibly cautious of myself, like not trying to focus on when I draw certain things, I try to just focus on like what the life looks like and then what i'm trying to capture rather yeah. than going like well you know this guy does light like this or this guy draws lines like this or blah blah i just kind of a have fun and then i have to b try to just pull from the right uh, inspirations yeah. you know yeah like uh I, I was looking at a lot of um this concept artist jamie jones i was looking at i was looking and just like reading his interviews and like on conceptart.org and like all these places and I was talking to other artists and they would always reference him and like say like, look what he's doing and look how he's doing it. And I uh, look at like Kakai's stuff and he's just got like a really great way of showing uh, like gigantic objects, even though they're like really close to the, uh, let's say there's a character in the foreground and then the object in the background is like super huge. Like he makes like he is, he's like a, a really great way of like tricking your eye. And uh, I've, you know, like I've been looking at that a lot. Right, and I've been, I've been looking at it and just like seeing how I was like, oh, well, he kind of gives it like a lot of atmospheric, atmospheric fog and all these things and kind of like analyzing like what they're doing and doing it to my, uh, doing it to my own or, or it, even if it doesn't work out in the end, I'll just like say fuck it and do a master copy of that exact image and see how to do it, colors and all these things. And yeah, I've, I've been watching a lot of, um, I spent last summer just watching a lot of, uh, or just this previous summer watching a lot of uh, like Nomon videos and things on, on like color and light and things like that and just Great. Um, the, te the the guy who was doing it I forgot his name but he was he was just showing a lot of uh, like old classical paintings and yeah. he would also, uh, say like you know it's kind of yellow because of like the tint and he would say like this one's like all red like all the colors are red here and but this is like what what's going on and That's I seen. really that scene you know see yeah. see don't constant you, you can't be just concentrating on the visuals because you have to understand like also like the historical things too behind like when art was made and what was like informing artists at the time you know because a lot of the it's not about like you think da vinci or, or caravaggio they were like drawing back then it's like there was a whole fucking movement then yeah, and you know that out of something you know what i mean but that's yeah. what was informing their art you know there was also like the religious aspects yeah. to it all that stuff um yeah. so it's like the concepts ideas life you know all, everything goes into it like a lot of people just approach it as like um 
let me draw it as the best line I can, you know, mm-hmm. but it's not like, or film this be, shot the or best pretty that I picture, can. Yeah, yeah exactly. or like the best, like, um, the awesome, awesome DP, Darius Walski, like he DP'd, um, like, the, you know, you would know him from like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. He DP'd okay. all of that stuff. And, um, he, there was, there's a quote by him too, is that like, yeah, I can make like the greatest fucking photographic image, like the most sleek thing ever, but it's like, what is this, the story behind it? You know, yeah, why? like it has, that, there has to be the story behind that, whatever well, it is. Yeah. Whatever that, you, but yeah. I, I just want to mention real quick. There's a, like, there's a really cool book that I read called the, the visual story. I think it's by Bruce, Bruce block. I think you can okay. find it. Amazon and I can send it to you Ash or both of you actually but uh it's fucking awesome. amazing awesome yeah, I love that, that stuff. stuff yeah books are huge yeah I'm, I'm so big on books and just devouring every one of them but like I like I'm going back to it originally like if you aren't like you literally have to you have to draw every day until you're exhausted like no joke and you have to like if you're getting tired and spinning your wheels on a piece delete it literally just fucking trash it it doesn't matter you'll do a thousand pieces they might all suck Oh my god. But that's okay. Like, don't get. Do, abandon it, okay? Like, be cautious of the idea that your mind will trick you into thinking that everything that you make has to be amazing. Kill mm-hmm. them. It doesn't matter. It's okay to, you know? Like, it's it's great that you can. You know, you're in a position where you're still in college and you're able to kill your time off and kill your babies and do yeah. whatever, you know? Like, and you should be able to do that still in your future careers and stuff, you know? Like, like uh, Vitaly is his talk that I had with him was one of the most impacting talks I've had probably in my career with somebody that is just on another level and he was just all about like you know growing destroying yourself and then rebuilding yourself through sabbaticals basically like rebuilding who you are how you do things and how you approach things Dave Raposa does the same kind of thing where it's not necessarily sabbatical but he's wanting to try like animation or draw a different style who cares it doesn't matter it's not about attaching yourself to these things is about creating and doing things you like you know and him yeah. and i are going to be doing some stuff and i can't wait to talk about it but we got to keep we're going to manifest it. it so and that'll be a lot of fun but those key aspects i think are really um important to, to to really key into and just doing it you know like after you get off this podcast it's <laughs> like what it's going to be like nine o'clock this uh eastern standard yeah. time you yep. should you should be drawing and you should be doing whatever it is that you think that you need to be doing until okay. like you're exhausted and you know yeah. like sleep four or five hours a day and then go do it again you, know? you have like, to have no life yeah you really do Pretty unfortunately much. if you want to be the best this is the level you have to take it you know yeah but, I mean, you could you could be you very think. but it could be create really bad um problems for you but if you want to be really great and you want to get there fast, you're going to have to put in a lot of time and sacrifice for it, you know, and yeah. the, the people around you and people that know you will respect that and encourage it, you know, as long as it's like, as long as you're not like literally killing yourself, you should yeah. be okay. But, you know, like, of course you need sleep and that's important. And like, I, I thrive on that now, but, but that's, um, that's also the thing is like, I've heard, I, you know, like I've heard other people say that to me and like, I understand the importance of drawing constantly and every day, but like, mm, it's like kind of like what for, you know, like what precisely for? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you or, should just focus on it. Like what, like, okay, say, okay, like you want to work at Blur. And so what you want to do is try and study 
everything about that company and why the things that you like and really break it down like oh i like this one spot go through every frame and ask yourself why i like this understand it reverse engineer it and then understand what you can do in your own skill set to contribute to that company what they're doing and how to capture their eye and then all you do for months is just fucking draw you just draw okay. you draw and be the best that you can at it and eventually it'll just it'll start to make sense you it'll be like <laughs> it'll be like that moment in that movie pie that aronofsky's movie <laughs> it's like <laughs> you, you know what i'm talking about iggy where he's no, got the drill oh man you know that movie's awesome fucking flick from him i haven't seen and i always want to but i never how could get you to it. You never. You I didn't... know, man. I know, right? What that's weird. It's really interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. But anyways, but like, yeah, you'll you're gonna crush it. But like, it's if if you really want it, you'll it'll make 3. you'll make it happen. Fourteen. Yeah, you'll you'll make it happen. So I mean, I'm sorry. I and 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 who the hell am I to give advice and preach on this stuff? I mean, <laughs> you're but, you're the perfect person. Who the hell are? Yeah, I don't you're think like so. One of the, you're like one of no, nah, but see, you're being humble. Right it's now, when I pose the question, when I pose the question, but that's actually true because <clears throat> the way you were on Danny Young's balls, I am on yours now. <laughs> because what I'm saying is actually, you've kind of opened up my mind to concepts I wasn't even thinking about. And uh, if that person can do that, then that's the person who gives fucking. He's he's affected my life somehow. You know what I mean? That's awesome, mm. dude. You've Aww. done it and you've gotten somewhere. It's not like you're just fucking blowing, you know. Okay, well that's good. Well, I, I I know. I just I'm very. I try to be cautious of that because um you know I think I just think that we're all just fucking humans. Because, yeah, because we're, because we're you humans, think. Dude. Well, we're yeah. all just humans. Well, we're not. Everybody you know, we're makes not perfect, mistakes, so. but the thing is, you know, it makes sense out of this yeah. life. Yeah, true, true, Articulate true. certain things. Well, yeah, it's just all choices too, but um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I would definitely try to focus like, on ex those things. Like existential, like Ash Thorpe is all about existentialism, <laughs> which is, you know, you're not born like with meaning in life. You have to create that meaning. I think so. That's, that's my good. opinion, though. That's main. That's the main idea of existentialist yeah. thought. That's a good thing to live by. Well, that's how my, my you know, my mom read raised the me book, without those read things. Read the so. book, The Stranger, Mike. Okay. There's so many books. If you ever want to get like, if you're like, ever hungry for or for books and good stuff, like just hit Iggy up because he's got so many things that uh, <laughs> yeah. he re he refers to me. I can't even get through like half of it, and I get upset <laughs> because I want to like, I, I'm so busy trying to get better, but I know part of getting better is also studying, you know, of yeah. course. And and it's it's just a big balancing juggling act, you know. So I mean, oh. I, I feel oh. I hopefully that I'm getting somewhere with my advice for you. Yeah, and, and, you know, definitely a lot. Well, we'll, totally. we'll uh, I'm Starting shit. What, what, <laughs> what you do? I mean, yeah. um, you you say you travel and all these things. Like, mm -hmm. is that your way of uh, like just keeping busy? I mean, is it like because you are like that's a life's philosophy, man. That's just how it is. Yeah, I just kind of that's like life, yeah. that's that's a philosophy he has developed. That's what works for him. You have to like find out what works for you. Yeah. Like for instance, like the way Ash approaches his craft is not even the same as as the way i do it because the i mean the the ideas may be the same but like the way you go about it's totally different because yeah. like you can't take what ash is doing and like apply it to yourself and it's gonna be perfect like you can try just, you can try just, with like, anybody you can try, yeah. you can try well, and it's definitely gonna like get you to the right fucking 
mindset, but it has to be almost natural. Yeah, which is yeah. why, like, which is why you draw upon all these, like, you ask Ash a fucking question, like, you ask um, whoever else you like, you just reach out, you ask them, yeah. and then, like, you start formulating your own kind of, like, approach to things. Yep. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I got it. That's man. how I've fucking done it. I was fucking so far so good, I guess. I don't so know. working out for you, huh? Yep. Pull inspiration from everywhere, you know. I pull inspiration from, you know, even like Mike Tyson. I mean, fucking hell. <laughs> there's only one Mike Tyson in this world. Mike Tyson. And, and that guy has a certain personality, and he's got certain traits that are amazingly successful. And or how about the guy who knocked him out? Yeah, it's, there you hey, go. Remember no. that speech, the E, e the hip-hop teacher? Like, remember... The speech he was given to a bunch of students and he brought up that example yeah yeah yeah, i remember that guy like the night before his mom died and he just set it out into his like he just seared it into his mind to fucking knock him out yep, yep. to do it because yep. his mom wanted him to. and there you go and, it, and that takes those kind of like he you made know, it, it takes that level yeah, it takes that level to get you to where you need to go, you know. So, it, you know, oftentimes the, your your greatest reward comes from the greatest amount of, of sacrifice, you know. And the world's all about sacrifice, unfortunately. It's all about, you know, killing your children, basically, or whatever you want to say, you know. Like, our art is a mistress, if you look at it like that. Your passion is a mistress. It's something that yeah. it keeps your focus and, you know, can keep you, like, completely distracted. And it's yeah. all it's all about you know sacrifice for that you know and and the where that will take you, the world responds to it. There's an underlying thing. My brother always said, and and I would always tell it to everybody and listen to myself. Like, no matter what you do, just do it the best that you can. People will recognize it and people will come around and, and you know acknowledge it and it'll be what it is. You know, so yeah. just focus on it. You know, and and uh, you know it's just there, there's no right answer. Everybody's got their own thing. You know, like I I, I think yeah. I think the only big broad things to really focus on as a student and, and somebody that wants to make it and and do something um with their career and focus on it i really think that like i said i keep saying it, it's like a broken record but you gotta first you gotta love it and then you gotta sacrifice for it and you gotta and the world will respond to it no matter what it is you know and if you're really doing what you love it'll happen you know like there's you know some guys are good at con artists are good at you know conning shit some guys are good at selling like i mean like andy warhol i always think is like one of the best con artists really if you think yeah. about it it's not yeah. it's, i mean he had like some really cool interesting ideas but he was all about like selling that idea yeah and then yeah. on the opposite side you got guys that would just rip into shit with how good they were but they couldn't even put a, two words into a sentence really you know so you know, you got all these different ways and different people that are doing different things and, and they're leading themselves to their different paths. You just got to lead your own path and find out what makes the most important to you and what makes you tick. And when you like when you look at an image, like sit there and don't just be like, it's cool. I like it. Like fucking go like, why do I like this? Like what is making me like this? And if you yeah. can't figure it out, go re redo it yourself and then you'll understand through doing it, you know. And go, oh, okay, this makes sense, you know. Like, it sounds like a lo very laborious, like laborious, like kind of way to do it, but yeah. it, it, it kind of, I think it, it kind of works. Labor intensive. Yeah. It's very labor intensive, but it's all about that sacrifice, you know. You put that sacrifice in, and it'll come back to you, you know. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, but. Yeah, such good advice. Yeah, it's just it, I don't know. I, I I mean, like I said, I don't know. If, like I mean, thanks guys, you guys have been incredibly nice to me, but I don't know, like you know, if I feel like I'm. Uh, even allowed to give such advice but i i just 
I mean, I'm, I'm just, I want you to be good. I want, I want everybody to, to follow their path. And I want anybody that's listening that is doubting themselves to follow their own path and to do what they feel that they should do. And, um, yeah, do it with all their heart because, you know, that's why even waste anybody's time on your own, you know, yeah. as you get older too, you realize that time is the most, uh, this is the hardest thing to ever get back, obviously, because it's the one thing that nobody can escape. It's always fleeting. And so the, you, as you develop you're going to realize that it's all about your time and what you do with it and so that's why like i live in i breathe what i do because i want to be the best that i can every day you yeah know? and what you know you this is kind of like a i guess just as, this is like a different question like moving moving forward i guess a little bit but into more into the detailed area of uh, getting gigs like what are some ways that you uh, have found jobs and have found opportunities for yourself Sure. Uh, so it comes down um, to yourself, obviously, and what you're going after. So first, you have to find out what you love and then focus on that. Okay. So those are, like I said, those are always, those are always the first step, right? Yeah. Those are the things. Those are the things that you only focus on first. From there, you have your work, right? And then you just, you just release it into the world, and the world will respond to it. Um, that sounds kind of like wishful thinking and silly but I, I swear if you're good enough and your work's good enough the world res will will always respond always fucking yeah. guarantee it so um and if your work isn't good enough and you're just trying to get your foot in the door mm -hmm. then you need to figure out how to be you're going to spend a lot more of your time than you're than working on your people skills and networking and you're going to mm -hmm. spend time like emailing people and developing relationships and try to be completely transparent and very honest and you know People don't like shitty, superficial people. Right. You know, for the most part, most artists don't like it either because we choose to do art because we don't like to be around certain types of people that are like that. <laughs> so we like to avoid that those kind of confrontations or dealing with assholes or just shitty people in general. So <laughs> it's important, I think, to be completely transparent, honest, and direct with everybody with what you're doing. So yeah. I think that first you need to be the best that you can, and then you need to release your work, and then from then you can try to focus on getting a job it'll all come to you i promise you like i i would add to that like reach out to people locally who sure are practicing do. this stuff and ask them questions the same questions you have like here yep you yeah. know what i mean like how how did you get a gig here yeah yeah okay and be very cautious of the time that you spend on doing whatever you're doing if you're spending like time in your day like just sitting around and like farting and like <laughs> farting in chairs yeah like <laughs> mache which is amazing because he's really good and all he does is sit around and fart all day i'm just joking what's up mache daddy loves you <laughs> anyways that was an inside joke but uh yeah i mean you know you got to really just focus on what the hell it is that you're spending your time with if you're spending all your time on facebook and like having these superficial weird conversations with people that don't fucking mean anything yeah get the hell off there you're wasting <laughs> your time and then that person's time and it's just a weird time suck you know well, but if, it, if it, i feel that my work isn't good enough if, if it's not up to par then should i not be spending the time networking should i just be going back to the drawing board and it's just... a bit of both you know like you know like reach out to your all time all your heroes you know like it's okay to do that you know but like get prepared for them never to respond to you or not wanting to help you you know and so get get ready to just kind of do it on your own you know it's a very it's a very selfish act what is this things that we do so get yeah. ready to do it on your own and then just focus on what it is that makes you you and, and how you create you know and 
and just like like I said, I really think that the, the best advice I can ever give you, which sounds fucking horribly scary and silly, <laughs> is nothing else matters but your work, you know? If yeah. your work sucks, then, you know, like if your movie sucks, nobody wants to watch it. You'll never get anybody to see it, you know? Yeah. If your movie's good, it, you know, it's a product, you know? Like when it comes down to business, I mean, these companies will hire you to use your skills it's to, to help make them money. Like, yeah, it's, in the end, they just... They just trusting you with their money. Yeah, they, like not to sound like a dick. For the most part, none of them care about you. They don't. Right. You know, they just want to use your skill and your vision to make them money. You know, I'm done with that. And, well, it's it's business. You know, business yeah. is very. It's just that's what it is. You know, and and take it for what it's worth. But that's really what it breaks down to. And so you got to be nece- You got to be good enough to sell their vision. You know, like you got to think to yourself, okay, I have a business and I need to hire this guy and he has to convey this idea. If you're not able to do that, then you're not ready. You know, so it just takes time. Mm-hmm. So, but that's the best advice I can give as that's far good. as like getting it going. You know, and so. I literally, you should draw until you're exhausted and like devour as many books and things that you can, not just art related, but everything in between. Um, and then, you know, just be incredibly curious and work your fucking ass off, you know, like a, a person that's curious and is aspiring to do something great and doesn't have the skills yet will get there always. Yeah. And all we we all start from somewhere. People aren't just like flying out of their mom's vagina and just fucking <laughs> whipping out some sweet Picasso sure. paintings, you know. It's like they're just, you know, like there's that one story of, of Picasso where he's at a party and this lady he draws on this napkin like doodle something it takes him like 30 seconds and then she's like, oh, it's a great drawing, can I buy it? And he says, yeah, one million dollars. And she's oh like, my. what? And he's like, hey. And she's like, it only took you 30 seconds. He says, wrong. It took me 30 years. You know. Right. All so, those, those, all that work. Yeah. Yeah. So Birds you know. Stories. So yeah, exactly. And so, and that's just he's just really smart about understanding his time and understanding what it is to be on that level. You know. So. Yeah, man. I'm just. It's like ridiculously. I'm just so eager. You know, to just get there. Well, that yeah. I feel like I'm just skipping over a lot of things. Like like what you're saying, just sitting there and drawing until I get tired of it. I feel like I'm just like ah, I just want to do that i just want to you know work on this meet, meet these people of course i don't I just sit it's around kind of like that reminds me of that uh story in the video that uh e the hip-hop teacher was talking about like um fuck man i can't remember it word for word but, he, but it was when they met at the beach yeah i and, love that story uh, you want me to tell you, you want me to tell remember? that story I also want to relate something really funny about this because I think it's everything. Every time I talk about this stuff, I read things in books. I realize how interconnected everything is in the universe or whatever. It's it's all the fucking same thing. So I'm gonna relate this to like lovemaking, right? If you just go straight to like grabbing some porn and jerking off, it's like (laughs) it feels good, and then it's like what just happened? Like it's like a car accident, and you're like this is weird. And and, but if you understand how to like make love and how to do great foreplay and all that stuff and dance you know like play that dance and 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 fucking have a great um relationship with a person and understand that dynamic dude that's the fucking shit and if you understand how to do that it's the same formula for this thing and it's the same thing for that and your quality of life it's the same fucking thing it's just repeated over into different ways if you look at things in that broad scheme and you look at themes in life thematically it's the same kind of thing and and it's very much it's, it's it's all relatable but the 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 story this guy was saying and i thought it was great too and it's 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 going to tie back into this me supporting basically what i was saying 
and Yoda Yoda probably says some shit too, like <laughs> do or do not. There is no try or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you know, it's it's it's, it's all the same. But anyways, this guy, uh, I butcher the story every time too. But anyways, this guy goes to, um, oh, is that the video you sent to me? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I don't remember we'll, what the we'll post it. We'll post it in the in the in the podcast. Yeah. But um, there's guy. He goes. Uh, he's like an aspiring businessman and wants to be like more successful. And, and then he goes to like this guru and he and he says, Hey, I would love to like you know have you mentor me so I can get better and be a better artist and blah blah blah. And the guy goes, Okay, you know like we'll meet me at the beach tomorrow at like 7 a.m. And then he's like, Okay. And so. The guy gets there and he's all in his nicest suit. He's all dressed up and decked out, and, and he goes to, and the guru is out in the water, and the guy is all dressed up and, and uh, he's like, shit, what the hell, am, you know? So he takes his shoes off and walks out there, and the guru is like, come out into the water, and the guy is like resists because he's like obviously in something yeah, that he, he's in his great suit, you know? He doesn't want to go out there, and, and but he but he's eager to learn, you know? He's he's excited and wants to learn and and and, and become. You know a master basically so he he puts his shoes down and hikes up his pants or whatever i don't these are just details that are fleeting anyways he walks into the water and then the guru says come out closer like come come out further you know and then he gets out like out to waist deep and he's like come out further and they go out to like um like shoulder deep or whatever and and before the guy can realize that the guru grabs his head and shoves him under the water and the guy's like freaking out and trying to like you know he doesn't know what the hell is going on. He thinks yeah. that this guy is trying to kill him. He doesn't understand the lesson, basically. And so he's he's uh, and the guru is holding him down until he knows that he's uh, he's on his last breath, you know. And then it releases him, lets him up, and then the guy rips and rips out of the water and, and gets a big deep breath of air and, and, and is like, you know, pissed, you know, like what the fuck, like why do you do this? And he says, as soon as you want to be successful at business as much as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Oh my god! So you know. Well, he 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 will say like when you were under the water, what did you want to do? What yeah. was the first thing you wanted to yeah. do? He said, "I wanted to breathe." Yep. And then yep. he said, like, when when you want to, you have to want to succeed as much as you want to breathe. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. Oof. Real successful people look at it. Yeah, at that the level. link right there is watch that. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Check that shit out. It's good. But yeah, so, you know, there's another thing. So if you're, and you got to also understand that there's your competitors and people that you're going to grow and learn with and also compete for jobs with and all that stuff. There's plenty to go around. Yeah, you have so to you be aware do... that they know that story too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And every, every, everybody out there, your comp your competition is aware of those things. And it's, 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 it's also, I'm not trying trying to talk about competition in an unhealthy manner, but some people take it too far and they get all like tribesmen and fucking you know neanderthal <laughs> about shit and they're stupid and and i have that trait about me too and i try to like really um avoid that part of myself because i think it's stupid and it's counteractive there's plenty to go around everybody can have a piece of the pie um mm -hmm. but anyways i think it's very vital to be aware of these things and really want it you know like how bad do you want it? do you want do you fucking want to do this or not you know like ask yourself and if yeah. your answer deep down inside is not then you're really don't fool yourself you know oh, man. like you know so if i'm, like, I'm afraid you know I'm, I'm afraid to ask myself that and i'm afraid well to... you shouldn't face yourself you know i you think know. you know yeah you face yourself and your own fears and you might be surprised what you come from there you know it's like the band-aid do you just sit there and slowly pull it because you know how hard, <laughs> hard it is or you fucking yank it you know like you, you go straight into it you know like you make you go straight in and that's it and like no regret you know 
because the, the more you pussyfoot around, the more time you waste. And the more time you waste, the faster you die, you know? So, you know, you do, there's no fucking time to waste. You just constantly go, you know? So, and you got to understand the people at the professional level are working at that level, you know, constantly, yeah. you know? Um, like, George, how much does it compete with those guys? Like, those guys have been doing it all their life. And I'm, well, I'm you, you're going to get there. You're going to get there. If you really want it, you're going to get there. Because they all started low. They all started, they all were asking the same questions you're asking. You know, everybody, I think, too, they think that they're, yeah, they're alone. The, it's like the teenager no... aspect, like, oh, you don't know what I've dealt with. You don't know me. And, uh, you know, it's like, that's bullshit. Everybody understands this thing. It's all universal. You know, like we've mm-hmm. all we're all coming from the same place. We all just want to do good work. We all, for the most part, want to just uh, express ourselves, you know, whether that be dancing or making food for people or playing music um, yeah. at different levels. It doesn't matter, you know. But the sooner you really look Let deep and see yourself and understand yourself and what you're trying to do in, in on this earth and, and contribute, the sooner you'll understand how to get to where you want to go, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I'm going to say something real quick. I got to I got to jot get jet, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. I, I got to get out of But I'm going to say one thing is that like um, look man, there's like no idiot savants in this there's like a couple, in the creative but, world. Yeah, don't don't pay attention <laughs> uh, maybe to that. There's a They're couple, depressing. But even even Kubrick, Stanley Kubrick, the good old Kubrick, yep. he would read thousands of fucking books and he would study all the shit. He's obsessive, yeah. Until he understood every fucking concept, every subject he ever wanted to know about. Yep. That's just the something that's something you have to commit to. Like if you can't then it's not for you. Yep. But everything in life is like that. It don't think about just art. Yeah, it's Everything. all the same. If you want to be a great cook, and like if you want to be Gordon Ramsay, you got to be fucking, you got to be <laughs> crazy stupid about it, you know? Yeah. Overall, mate. Yeah. All right, guys, I'm out. All right, brother. All right, see thanks you, for man. coming on. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for talking. Right. I'll chat with you later, man. Okay. Ah, oh, man. But yeah, so, you know, and I got a jam too. And I hope that those of you who are listening and for you, uh, Mike, on the other side of this, I hope that I didn't come across preachy at all or not at uh, all okay i hope not and, and you guys really jerked me off a ton in this thing <laughs> i wasn't saying anything was like, <laughs> <laughs> no it's no i appreciate it and and uh, yeah i mean i thank you and um i mean i don't know is there is there anything else that i can help like cover or give you some i feel like we might have treaded on all kinds of weird things that didn't no it was, it was good so. it was all over the place but in the end it was good i just you know i just want to make sure we stay connected somehow sure and, man. I can, you know, want to see you grow ideas or something. I want to shoot them your way and see what you think. Just kind of like you'll be the guy that I, you'll be what you'll be like what you show Dave and all that stuff. Like you'll be that for me. Sure. And if I can't get to you and help you out, like make sure that if you're asking me a question, make sure it's incredibly valid and mm-hmm. that you've asked yourself it and you sat with it for like two minutes at least, you know, Yeah. because the thing that really aggravates me with anybody that asks me questions is like when you can Google it and answer yourself, <laughs> I get really upset because it's like you're not respecting my time, you know, Right. No. But yeah, that's yeah. why I try to as much as I can with these podcasts is cover all those things because I get a lot of a- emails and mail and, and of people that are interested in a lot of questions and I hope that um this kind of covers the broad sense of yeah where this all comes from for me yeah. internally you know everybody's different you know yeah, that's I mean, why i bring on other artists because they all have different processes and stuff yeah and I, I was it wasn't even just for uh it was it wasn't even just for me it was also just for you maybe you would get something interesting out of it and like you know Absolutely. you would get an idea of like where all these like freaking art kids are at and like what they're thinking and i mean i, I don't speak for all the art 
art students, but I, I think I, you know, I, I, I kind of like, I've talked around and I've gotten a general sense for what, how, like how clueless some students can be in terms of like getting gigs or what's the next step to do because in school everything is kind of like given to you and they kind of like try to try to replicate the classroom into like some real world job but in the end it's not the real thing so yeah. there's a lot of things that you can kind of go over your head yeah yeah a lot of it can and i think you know a lot of it gets missed over and every school is different every teacher is different there's got to be amazing teachers everywhere and yeah. so every teacher you might have you might go for through four years of college and only have one great teacher but honestly it's like almost kind of okay because yeah. you know that one teacher can change who you are throughout your yeah. life and yeah. like i said it's all about who you are and what you're going to do and, and the legacy that you want to make and, and what you're going to do with that you know so you should really like consider it think about it and then think about what you want to do and convey and what you want to contribute because at the end of it you really need to start figuring out like what you're going to contribute to the, the overall thing you know like besides from making like visual porn like you got to make <laughs> you got to come up with something that's cool you know contribute you know inspire what, people you know, so. but would it be bad to you know to to think that i don't exactly want to make a make a footprint on the art world i just want to work on like some jobs and some games and things not, like that that's not I bad at all it's not bad at all you know you, you don't have to be at that crazy level you don't have to be at that level anything you can be anything you want necessarily you know that's just what i look at you know yeah that, but i'm an absolutely extreme person you know like i'm <laughs> i'm like 100 to zero all the time like black and white and i'm trying to learn how to be gray but i can't it's, it's hard for me to because i'm very yeah. Uh, like I just want to, I want to know everything, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, like, in, you know, I want to make art and I want to sell it. I don't necessarily want to make art for art's sake. It's just, you know, I want to make a living off of it, but also I want to enjoy it. And that's that's kind of how I see um, doing either freelance illustrations or concept art in house, things like that. That's kind of like where I see myself. But that's the problem is I don't know. I, I guess okay. I guess I just have to start working now and don't stop until I think it looks as good as the people that produce it. Yeah, it might take you six months. It might take you ten years. You never know, but it'll it'll happen when it happens, and it'll all come from how honest and direct and how hard you work. I promise. Mm -hmm. As a direct correlation with that thing, it's like a mathematical equation. The amount of uh, sacrifice and time you put into something equals the amount of result that you get yeah, from it you know it's an equation it's, like, it's it's just like working out it's like anything it's all universal really you know like you put a, a ton of love into a relationship you get a ton of love back you know right hopefully unless the person's oh, an yeah. asshole and then yeah, <laughs> it's fucking ditch them you know so <laughs> but i have to go um all right man dude thank you for your time and yeah, um, thank you hopefully thank this kind of maybe helped you at all yeah i hope, it I hope. got a lot of stuff out of it man it was it's it's gonna be unforgettable i'm gonna remember it and i'm gonna meet you one day and then bring it up like, awesome. Look at my heart. I didn't. awesome i and i and i really those moments make me so happy so awesome. i really i hope to have that and i hope to see you grow and all that stuff so it's gonna be awesome so yeah cool, please do. thanks awesome. for being awesome yeah yeah of <laughs> course man. yeah have a great night and thanks again and, and thanks to everybody listening i uh, appreciate it and thanks yeah, guys any questions yeah hit us up and uh, if I don't get back to you, just, just I apologize. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, have a great night, everybody. All right, man. You too. Peace. When you know that uh, all this is all right anyway,
that the situation is inevitable ecstasy. I mean, you're going to get it one way or another. <laughs> and you say, well, what was all the fuss about? 